Okay, so we have a lot to talk about today. It's been a minute. It's been, been it's been a minute. been a minute. Been a little been busy. A, and a lot's happened in the in the nerd world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so yeah, let's uh let's uh try to get started. Uh hello. Welcome back to the United We Nerd Podcast. Uh where we are gonna talk about a lot of a lot of stuff that happened in the nerd world today. Um I guess start off. Hello, my name is Brian. Uh welcome back. And today with me are our awesome two other hosts. We got Marcelo here. Hey, what's up everybody? And we got Joel. Oh yo yo. Okay. Oh, Stargate. You can watch Stargate for free on YouTube. Okay. Wait, really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, which wait, which Stargate? Uh it's the one with uh James Spader. Oh, the movie? Yeah, the ninety four movie. Okay. Yeah. I was actually talking about it before we started recording, by the way. <laughs> Marcel has a Stargate ringtone. Was was that good? Was that movie good? Uh you know what's funny is I don't think I've ever seen it. I just remember watching SG one and then I couldn't get through ten seasons of it, but you know. It is what did. it is. <laughs> of course he did. Stargate. He did quote that shit on the regular. I think the movie was it was a good sci-fi movie for the nineties. I if you watch it today, it's probably not as good. I haven't seen it since I don't know, two thousand five or something. Um the show though is beloved by everyone who's seen it and it's pretty strong. It had like two spin offs. Uh a boy Jason Momoa. I, I like I know him. Uh he was in Stargate was Atlantis. He? So. he was in Atlantis? Was I, I did not like Atlantis. Well guess who liked Atlantis? My father. So <laughs> Of course he did. But uh, yeah. Wait, um, I think it was wait. Him. Jason Momoa was in Stargate well, Atlantis, I, I and he became the king of Atlantis. It was meant to be. Jason Shit, Momoa. it is him. He is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ron and Dex. That's the yep. name. Yep. Hey, what? Let me just ask you this question because we've we've all seen dune right yes yes many times okay so why is it a thing where for some reason every like sci-fi property has to have at least a few characters that have just really out of place names oh here we go with the name shit man Uh, all right really quick uh spoilers for dune all right that's it okay go ahead So Man. you got all the, you got all of these like characters that have like believable like sci-fi esque names, and then you have your main character named Paul. Okay, let me tell you something really quick. It's like three thousand years in the future. All of these names are super Actually, obscure. 8, excuse me. Okay, what? You, what? Okay, but to think about it, look, think about how much these names is, have changed. Man, my boy named Duncan, that's sexy. That's future sexy. No, Duncan Duncan is fine. Duncan's a good name. But like it's like, oh man, it's it's Duncan. It's like, what's up, Duncan? It's like, hey Paul. What's wrong with Paul? That's sexy too. All Atreides. Oh, Atreides something. MO. But... Like I 
like I understand like they're supposed to be like this kind of like you know high I'm gonna say high society, but they're just supposed to be kind of like this like high like noble like fam like family or race of people. But couldn't you have like picked another like name that like didn't sound dumb? Would you want Leonidas Atreides or something? At least it would. At least it would fit more in the universe. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I I am Paul Atreides, and I'm going to be the one. No, what you I'm... really wanted was Jesus Christ Atreides. <laughs> we'll come back from the dead soon. That's right. Get those blue eyes. Mm, sniffing all that okay. spice. Mm. Okay, but. But for real though, like that was a pretty good movie though. For um, somebody, for somebody that had no idea what Dune was, all they know is that it just existed. Like it was a very well-made movie. I mean, I uh, at least me personally, you know, everybody knows if you know me that Interstellar is my favorite movie, and it has now been replaced by Dune. Oh damn! I had to knock it down. There was just something about this movie that, for me, was yeah, it was everything for me. It scratched all the right places. Yeah, especially those bagpipes. It could have been a little bit louder, and I would have been good. Oh my god! All right, hold up. Before we go any fucking further, uh, I think this movie was great cinematically. Great, like sound, music. Um, There's this thing where they have like this Dovahkiin voice of control. That was awesome. Um, but there oh, was did you say Dovahkiin? Yes, I did. Um, there are some very jarring bagpipes for me, which I think was it was cool, but also like, why the fuck is this here? You know. But I mean, it's a story of tradition and family. I understand the context, but for me, I was like, oh god. Marcelo said earlier, I have baby ears. That's probably what contributed to uh, my disdain for I those mean, particular bagpipe sounds. But so, like, um, I was talking to our friend Jack, right, and I was like, well. In a way, it kind of makes sense why they would have bagpipes because if you kind of look at all like the archetypes of like each of like the families or like the races of people, it's like obviously the Atreides are like the old European kind of noblemen, and it's like of course they're gonna have the fucking bagpipes. It's like you know this Scottish like Highlander like family like rolling up, taking over the spice trade. Of course, they're gonna have fucking bagpipes playing. Mm, I love me some bagpipes. Just gonna blast that every morning now. That that specific. I'm gonna set it specifically. Treaties. It's gonna be specifically <laughs> your ringtone now. I am honored, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, my one of my other gripes with the movie. It's a great movie, though. If you haven't seen it, like it was a great movie to see in the theater. Like I, I rag on it, but it's still. Was a great ride, and I think definitely like one of those movies. Like, wow, this was really cool to experience in the theater. Um, they zoom in on Baron Harkonnen's head, like really, really closely, and then they just like do this big synth wave. And I was like, oh my god! Like, for, I just couldn't hold it in. I was laughing. Um, but it, it was really good. Um, did you guys see this on IMAX? Oh yeah, we did. Oh we did. man, that's nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Um, I feel this is the type of movie where I think you do it a disservice if you don't yeah. oh man like, there's not that many movie there's not that many movies that really deserve imax dune is one of those movies that deserves it 
Uh, but yeah, it, the ship's designs were cool. Um, someone was who was it talking about? They didn't like the shield. Oh, I think it was Fernando. I actually thought they did a good job, better than the '80s movie. They like the um, '80s shields because it's more cubey. <laughs> yeah, Fernando fell asleep. Wait. He told me. So. <laughs> he uh, fell asleep watching Dune. It, but you know, he didn't see it in theaters. He watched it at his house. Um, oh, see, that's the see, that's the pro. That's that's I think the only downside to watching new movies at home. Is that you get too comfortable, you know? Like, if you go to the movies, like, you have, like, a decent, like, seat you sit in. It's not, depending on the theater, it's, like, not too comfy. But at the same time, you kind of, like, don't want to relax in it a little bit. It's, like, so you're, like, you're hyper-focused and, like, paying attention to the movie. But, like, at home, you just, like, be laying on your couch or on your bed. And then, you know, there's going to be a point in the movie where the action's not as, like fast pace of course you're gonna start dozing off a little bit yeah it was good though mm, every moment i really enjoyed it i think i think in like three or three or so days i think i maybe watched it like um maybe two or three times in the first couple days that's that's pretty good that that shows a lot like if you're willing to watch a movie that many times so like so soon mm. but i this was actually my first um theater experience since um oh lockdown from last year is it really it is so i i went all out you were like yeah <laughs> like, get me the it. popcorn i'm gonna get a large <laughs> so i'm gonna enjoy this i um what was my first oh i went to go see shang chi on IMAX. Yeah. That, that was my first. Plus. Yeah, I watched it. I, we watched it last night. Nice. We're watching I'm gonna it watch, I'm going to watch it tomorrow, too. I'm going to see if I can uh, go see Eternals at some point today. Okay. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I just want to interject. I would love to review it when we have the chance, when we all see it. I don't want to spoil anything for one of our co-hosts. I know some things have been spoiled for our other co-hosts, which sucks. Um, it is. It's is a. It is a movie. That's all I'm gonna say, and I'll dive deeper later. But see, well, I. Oh, oh that's on XD. Oh, XD, 4D. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me, Marcel. You might like this, but um, we're gonna talk about this in a little bit. Um, all the Disney Plus shit that happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've started adding in the IMAX experience to Disney Plus and Shang-Chi yeah, is, is one of them. What does that mean? I have like, do I just need to have a big ass TV for it? I don't, I don't understand what, like what have, purpose have the equipment to utilize. Oh, so you're saying I need a theater room to enjoy the IMAX experience. So I, I need to buy a the, I from, need to buy an IMAX theater for my house. From what, from what I understand, it's, Basically, it's the closest you're gonna get to like the theater version of the mm, movie. Like okay. it's not it's it's not as scaled down as it would be if you're watching it like on your TV. Mm, gotcha. And of course, and of course, if you have the sound system for it, I bet you it's gonna make it even better. Oh God, that'd be so nice. You can be you can you can try it out. I'm sure out of all of us, you probably have the most <laughs> uh, equipment ne- like necessary. Maybe I have my soundbar. I can I can turn it up. Oh, that's what you know what when uh, when I saw Dune at home, that's what I did. I I um 
I put the TV on and then I connected everything to my sound bar and then I turned that motherfucker all the way up, had all the lights off, nobody was home, and oh god, it was an experience. I was just in my rocking chair, just soaking it all in, especially those bagpipes. <laughs> you f- did you feel the sandworms underneath you? Yep, I felt the thumping, the pump, 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 pump. Now, okay, so that I thought that was actually a very cool like effect. It's, I don't know if it's just because of the the experience that we had because it was an IMAX, but like just the sound of it, like you felt it, like mm-hmm. the pulse, yeah, of like yeah, the I echo. Need... It was good, man. Sound design was top tier for that movie. But well, let's go back because you said Fernando didn't like the shield. Like, what did you? So you talk about like, the the body shield thing. Yeah, yeah. I, what, I think what he did... thought it was phony or something. I don't remember. I was just, I just was more hooked on the fact that he fell asleep during Dune, which I can kind of see because you know he's comfy at home. So, <laughs> like you were saying. I mean, it's 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 sci-fi. It's supposed to be kind of like weird. I will give him credit though; they made a lot of their technology look like it was possible. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, yeah, like, what it did was kind of, like, out of this world. You know, like, as far as kind of, like, the whole body shields and the um, the kind of just, like, what was that little device they had that, like, they collected sand or something like that? Or Well, like, like every, everything that the Fremen had was, like, like, the tent would recycle their their waste their uh, like sweat and tears and stuff and convert it to water their suits did that and then they had that little boring machine that would like help dig the hole yeah that's in the it. sand it's like it was all like very like futuristic but at the same time you look at it and it's like oh that looks possible you know that that, that looks like it's something that could have been just been made out of like scrap i don't i kind of i kind of like that detail you know because like I guess in a way, because the Fremen like it's probably mostly is made out of like scrap pieces put together, but it, like it works, you know. Um, but I will you say, you guys passed the Dune test. The Dune test. I would have liked to get uh, the pain. <laughs> the eighties. I would. Where I would have been okay with that. In the box. They did that well. Oh yeah, of course this movie was better acting than the eighties one. But yeah, when he puts the hands oh. in the box. Um, he, he can't, you know, if he's a, he pulls it out, she'll stab him in the neck. Would you guys pass the Dune test? Oh, um, it depends. It depends. Like, oh yeah, man, absolutely would pass. What are you talking about? Of course <laughs> I would. It like, depends on how painful it actually is. Pain! <laughs> it's supposed to be like unimaginable pain or something weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I'd be skirting a very fine line because it's, like, it's it's one it's one of those things we have to think is like is it actually like that painful or is it more psychological because like you look in that thing and you're like okay something fucky is gonna happen <laughs> and then like the chick has like the needle like right to your neck it's like a very high stressful situation so everything just feels more intensified like I wonder if you were just like put if you put your hand in the box without anything else threatening you, I wonder how bad it would actually be. Oh, you know, it, it probably feels like nothing. I think he was just being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he is Paul. What were you going to say, Brian? 
I was gonna say I really I, I really like the um some of the vehicles in this movie. Like you know you like you guys know me, I like vehicles. I like space agent vehicles and those fucking dragonfly helicopter things were dope. I uh I was talking to Ben about it and I was like, you know what I want is I want a Lego set of the giant like emperor like concierge ship that lands on on the planet and it's like just a giant egg. I just like I just want a Lego set of that. <laughs> Dude, did you guys see that new um ATAT that they're coming out with? Oh, you mean like the the one that's like super detailed? Like, like 6000 pieces or something like that? Yeah. It's the it's the biggest it's the biggest one they've made. It towers over all of the other ones that they've made in the past. As far as uh, as far as them compared to the same Lego models of themselves, yeah. Because oh, okay. remember, because remember when they made that big ass uh, Millennium Falcon? Yeah, it's that series, but with the ATAT. Oh. So it comes in that giant ass box, and somewhere on their social media, they actually had a picture of all of the different ATAT models that they've had, and it just like towers over every single one of them, and it looks fantastic. 6,785 pieces. Mm. And I bet you it's going to cost at least 700 bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, tax, it's like it's like 10 cents a piece or something like that. If you do the math, it's usually like about 9, 10 cents a Lego piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to buy, which now, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I think, I don't even think they make them anymore. The, uh, that big, it was Darth Vader Star Destroyer, I think it was. Or like the big, there's this oh. huge ship that used to be like 800 bucks, massive. It's like six feet long or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that's a dream to have that and like, like build it and then put it into a coffee table or something. Oh, that's my dream. <laughs> when I get when I get Lego money, Lego money, dude. When you make Lego money, then you're set for life. Exactly. When I can go to a Lego store and be like, oh, $600 for a piece of plastic? Let's do it. <laughs> I, uh, there was this one set that I thought was pretty cool. It was the the Vader castle. Oh, okay. Um, they made Vader's castle, but then there's, there's this guy that, um, on the internet sold, um, little LED lights that you could put into like your Lego uh, models. And so he put like orange lights into like where the lava would be. So it looks like lava is kind of flowing through the castle like it does in the movies. This wow. is pretty cool. It's only a hundred bucks. <laughs> what is it? Like, uh, castle. <laughs> oh, it dropped down in price. I mean, Get this, it one, this is the first thing I clicked. So. Get Not it, Brian. Sure. I have like two other sets I need to build. And I have. I have the Razor Crest, and I, like last month, I got the um, the Super Mario sixty four question block. Oh, nice. backlog must grow. The backlog <laughs> must grow. But it's on sale now, Brian. What if you What if you catch up and then you realize that it's not available for that price anymore? You You missed out, man. You missed out, man. Every time I I look on Lego's website, that just keeps running to my brains, like. I thought I missed out on the Razor Crest, but they they eventually put more in stock. And I'm like, I have to get it now. This is my last chance. 
<laughs> it's a dangerous world when you like to build things. Well, I know, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, man. My dream now is to find that Gunpla from that TikTok I sent a couple days ago, where it's at that giant, like... Oh, it's uh, a perfect grade unicorn coming out of the wall? No, no, no. It was that red one. Um, oh, I don't even know what it is. I just have to look at it. You know what we need to do? We need to plan a day, and we go to that warehouse in Redwood City. Go to New Type and just see what they have. Oh, I haven't man. been since the pan- before the pandemic when we went with uh, you and ben. me and Ben. Yeah, that's the last time. It's I went. really cool, Marcella. I think you would have a lot of fun just going through the aisle. It's literally like think of a mini. It's a mini Costco like warehouse, but filled with just gunpla. What? Yeah, man. really? Yes. For real. yes. I can imagine though that the. Um... That stuff is pretty expensive. It's Just actually not. Yeah. Ordered well, online, we... it can be, but in in person, it wasn't mm. too bad. It's 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 around like the actual price they would be, mm-hmm. depending on how hard it, it how hard it is to get. Like it can run up a little bit, but it's because they buy everything in bulk. Oh, okay. Like it's See, it's like legit a warehouse. But also what's cool is that they actually have a section where if they got damaged goods, they sell it for a discount. Uh, and, it's, and it's usually if like all oh, the boxes all fucked up, mm-hmm. like all the pieces are fine, but the box is fucked up or like something got like scratched or something and like they'll just have it there. It's like, oh, you can buy it. We have to okay. do that. We're so gonna I, make found, a day. I found the gun plot I was talking about. It's the um, NZ-999. Neo Zeon. Yep. Uh, it's oh, like this Neo Zeon. M- massive. From, uh, Unicorn, right? The, yeah, end, it's the, the one game from, boss. Yep, it's the one from Unicorn. Oh my god, that Ooh. thing is like like the size of a freaking side table. Yeah, you put the Sinanju <laughs> like, in it. <laughs> oh, really? I think it comes with a Sinanju. Don't quote me on that, though. I'm going to order it, and if it doesn't come with it, I'm suing you. Put your yeah. gun claw in a gun claw and then make it kill another gun claw. Yeah, it looks like you can fit it inside of it. Like, if you look at the picture of it, it's there inside, just hanging out with two fucking rocket boosters. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, so, before we, before we get to, like, a lot of, like, the big news item stuff, how about we just kind of go through... What we what we've been up to, okay, this past few weeks. So, uh, how about Joel? Let's start with you. Let's. What have you been up to? I've uh, been applying to some new jobs. Have some interviews next week. Uh, been doing a lot of gaming. Um, before Dune, I saw Venom Two, which, believe it or not, had a worse story than the first one. But it had a post credit scene to make up for all the movie. It was still good action though. So, uh, if you if you like Venom One, you might like Venom Two. Yeah. Now was it was it like it was dumb, but you're entertained by it? Oh yeah, definitely. It was uh, okay. Honestly, I think Pacific Rim was holding it better than that movie. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, believe. Yeah, like I said, believe it or not, the story in one was better than the one in two. But action, clean. 
Um, there were some jokes that didn't land for me. I was like, oh, this is a little... This is just forced. <laughs> Even for Venom, I was like, oh, this is bad. But uh, Every, Everything I saw just seems so, like, campy, buddy copy, but, like, like, they realized that people liked it, but I just think they went a little too hard on it this time. Like, like Venom was seemed to me like it, it was the comic relief. It was at least that was my impression. I haven't I haven't seen the movies, but so I wouldn't know. Oh, what? It's as good as Dune. No, it isn't. <laughs> um, but see, I think that's the problem because you have Venom, who is more beloved because of the type of villain he he is, and then you make a movie where he has to be the antihero. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. How do you make someone who's just like a murderous, like eating machine, the good guy, you make him say a lot of funny jokes, you make him like a Deadpool light, which, you know, mm-hmm. isn't really Venom, but at the end of the day, it it made money. So mm-hmm. Sony's going to be like, we're going to make more because we like money. Of course, because now that's successful. They're going forward with Morbius in January. Um, keep dropping trailers mm-hmm. for that. Did you say BS or did you say Morbius? Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. Oh, Morbius. the the Jared Leto's next big big hit. Yeah, um, it's gonna uh, upstage uh, House of Gucci. We all know this. Um, House of Gucci's out already. That's what I'm is, saying. It's gonna do better, right? Is he um, in House of Gucci? Oh yeah. Is. Okay. Is. Um, let's see. Saw Eternals on. XD that was really really enjoyable. Um, I'll Disney say, XD? yeah, Disney XD. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a lot of I see a lot of complaints online. Um, a lot of them unmerited, and some definitely. Uh, but I'll save the rest of that for later. Uh, what there else? seems to be, there seems to be a lot of hate for this movie for it being from what I'm hearing, which I just I just saw that there's a showing at three thirty. So maybe maybe if I have time, we'll go and watch that today but you know just like if you look at the rotten tomatoes thing which for me no longer holds any type of merit because it's never right anymore but it's like the critics hated it but everybody else is loving it and that's all that matters is that you fucking like it i mean it was getting review bombed before it even came out so but why like because because people what, cause, um, because people can't cause take people. that a female director is fucking directing a superhero um, movie? Anti-LGBTQ stuff. Oh my um, god. Like, yeah, it's too progressive for my comic books. And, oh my god. Yeah, it was a lot of that. Like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Go, come on, what else is it? <laughs> yeah, um, let's see. And then, um, uh, studio, Bioware Studios teased us with, uh, Another Mass Effect 5 poster. That was pretty exciting for me, at least, on N7 Day. But that was it. There's like, oh, here's a poster. Uh, no other news. The ship looks cool. It does. It does look cool. I, I kind of wish they had a, a side profile of it. Too. Um, but they probably would, time. would reveal too much. But that's why they're uh, scaling back. Uh, my wife and I have been uh, going through Cowboy Bebop again. And uh, we're up to the point where we need to watch the movie, actually. We just watched the episode 22. I, I saw online, you have to watch the movie between 22 and 23. So we're going to finish it just in time for the new show to come out, which, uh, of course, is already polarizing in the community because people love the show so much, understandably. But I think this is going to be something different, 
And of course, the same things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's too woke. I don't want that in my media. And it's like this show's kind of woke already. People like it, you know, it's over their heads. But um, like Cowboy Bebop is just like one of those animes where it's like it has its own pocket in time where it just never ages. Mm-hmm. Just because of how weird it was, like. Before Cowboy Bebop, you didn't really have any like anime that strictly used jazz. Yeah, a very, a very at the time not like music style you would use in anime or in just like in Japanese culture in general. And for them to do it so well, like really like stands like the test of time. And from what I've seen of like the the Netflix show, it looks pretty cool. You know, I know it's not going to be the same exact thing, but I feel like from what we've seen with like all the little trailers they've been putting out is that they they realize how special Cowboy Bebop is and they want to try to make it as best as they can. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And I've been playing a lot of Back for Blood. I don't know if I talked about that last time we met. The new zombie co-op game. A lot of fun devs uh know that they spawn too many special units and they actually they tried to tone it down and they beefed it up so there's like hella big special guys like kicking our butt but it's fun we played the Mm -hmm. pvp mode not so long ago brian that was fun that was fun Um, it's i i really enjoyed left for dead so it's i'm i'm enjoying it yeah that's it for me. I, I, there's probably there's so much has happened since we last. I can't remember it all. Uh, Marcel, what's been up with you lately? Um, let's see. As far as like like things that I've been doing and watching, I um I watched Narcos season three, four, whatever the most recent Narcos Mexico season is. So I just binged that, uh, which of course I really enjoyed that kind of. I really enjoyed that show. So. Sad that it's over, but that's okay. I was like, uh, done, done. Yeah, they don't have any plans to bring it back. They pretty much ended this last season up to pretty much present day, up to like oh, maybe nice. within the, oh, okay. within the last like twenty years or something. They ended it. Um, I wonder yesterday. If, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was to say, I wonder if they also stopped because there was a producer that was actually, I think, killed by the cartel, right? I don't know if it's fabricated. Yeah, no, that had nothing to do with it. That was, I mean, they didn't stop them from making, they just don't have any more to go off of, like, because it's still going on, right? Like, nothing has really changed or ended, so it's ongoing. Um, Yesterday was uh, Soul Sonics, right? Yeah. New album. Silk Sonic, yeah. Dude, and, oh, oh man, that, that was some groovy shit, man. I like. I went have in you, on that album yesterday. Have you have you seen people's postings about the um, the song they were previewing? Oh, the memes with uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, doing side by sides of what what happened to Bruno Mars between fucking uh, twenty four karat and Silk Sonic. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, uh, it, cause it was like, oh, it went from, uh, like, I'll catch a grenade for you to like, you know, like him hating his ex girlfriend or whatever. It was throwing the grenade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yesterday I went in all on that album. That album was amazing. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to see my history. I've been, uh, I'm, I've been kind of burnt out on TV, honestly. I've been watching so much, like, 
I've been trying to watch everything. Like I watched uh, what we do in the shadows. I binged all of that up to oh yeah, that up is to the so most recent funny. Um, up to the most re- the season finale, really. Yeah, season um, three finale. Brian, have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's great, man. It's just a vampire mockumentary, like The Office, kind of like you know, documentary crew following around a uh, coven of vampires in their everyday life. It's uh. What's it on? Uh, it's on Hulu or on uh, FX. Okay. And so it's based off of the movie that was uh, created by... Uh, is it Taika Waititi? Waititi? And I don't Jermaine Clement. Yeah. The dude from Flight of the Concords. So it, is it... Um, is it being run by somebody else or is it still them? They're still producing it. Oh, yeah, right. they're, 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 they're still on the yeah. <laughs> they're still in the credits for it. Yeah. So just really great, you know. For some people, it could be really dry humor, but I think that's what makes the show. Um, so really enjoyed it. I'm not going to say any more than that. I just had a great time watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to Joel for recommending it because he started and and so I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it too. Um, and then you know, uh, I think well, we haven't even talk since like halloween so like halloween you know i i watched uh mm-hmm. or started watching the most recent season of american horror story just kind of going through my my horror month of stuff so busy with that um yeah uh let's see i don't know if i talked about watching midnight mass on here but that was amazing midnight mass someone uh, it's the show with rahul Cooler. oh Oh yeah, I've heard about that show. Yeah, it was great, man. If you you know, it's it's horror, but it's it's not that crazy. Mm-hmm. You should check it out because our boy Rahul, not that not Rahul. that we know him, but we he love we love our <laughs> we love him. Uh, this this podcast fully endorses Rahul. Yes, and uh, yeah, so just you know, watching a little bit of everything. Um. And then, cool. yeah, that's been pretty much it on that side. Uh, I uh, haven't really had much time for video games, which is, a you know, if you know me, that's pretty common. But I ordered a PS5 anyways, because why did. not? Oh, man. I uh, So I have that coming in probably this in a couple days. Uh, I think I should have it by Monday or Tuesday. And we got premium shipping, too. It was no. That's just. I guess it's. That's just, just PlayStation shipping. Yeah. Damn. So I have that coming in. I don't have. I haven't bought any games for it. But you know this. Yeah. Oh, this Friday is uh is uh the Pokemon game, right? Yep. Diamond Pearl remake. Uh, so I'm gonna. I need to start charging my Switch again so I can go pick that up. <laughs> I'm just excited, man. Hearing that the post game is really hard because you know that's my biggest thing. Is mm-hmm. I burn through these games so quickly, yeah, do, man. I I honestly think that out of all of the games, I feel like Diamond and Pearl had one of the best post games. It's even better now, so that's great. I'm is excited that, one for that that had the tower at the end, like you had the battle tower, this, the first one. This one, this is the one that introduced the battle frontier. Mm-hmm. So you had it was basically like this island that had a whole bunch of. Not like dungeons, but they all had they it's like the frontier brains, and it was like kind of like kind of like a gym system, but it wasn't. But you had to kind of like 
go through like a trial and they had to kind of figure out like how to get through to get to the frontier brain and like they had like their own set of badges and then like you would earn points and stuff like that and you can get like special items were the starters for this for this one was it torchic no that was that was gen 3 this one is a uh, chimchar oh, piplup and uh, turtwig oh okay 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 I know I've been having a hard time figuring out <laughs> which ones I want. Yeah. Do. Okay. So Torchic was uh, Ruby and Sapphire, then, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. I love my. I love a Pokemon game. Um, and uh, I got sick of I got sick of the TV my kids were watching, so I introduced them to the or OG Pokemon anime, and there they like it. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. So now they watch uh, Pokemon, and then they still just keep rewatching Sonic X. Yeah, you're t- <laughs> raising them right. So, yeah, I was like, I need a break from their TV, so I'm going to put on Pokemon, and because I want to watch Pokemon, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm glad that they're enjoying it, so that I can occasionally watch an episode or two. Yeah, don't you just love it that you can get your kids into the shit you you grew up with? I know, I know. It'll be great. It'll be great when they're a little bit older, and I can start doing like Star Wars and Marvel, and yeah, oh yeah. Let them watch Marvel Zombies there's, now and see how that goes. There's gonna be <laughs> there's gonna be so much stuff for them to watch. You'll never run out of anything. Oh my god, I that's know. crazy. Yeah, I was like, I can't watch, I can't watch Peppa Pig anymore, guys. This is it. <laughs> this is it, guys. Cutting it off now. This is over. No more. Um, but yeah, that's been me just watching TV, listening to some music, you know, just trying to trying to keep it chill, you know. What about you, Brian, man? What you been up to? Oh, boy. Well, doing the best I can. Um, we started doing We started getting really busy at, at work doing some overtime. Um, but I have been trying to, you know, k- keep up on certain video games. Um, I recently, oh, one of the big things we could talk about, um, Animal Crossing update and DLC came out. Oh, yeah. And boy, is the DLC fun. Um, so I guess for people that don't know, um, Animal, Cross- Animal Crossing had a free update that they ended up releasing a few days early. Um, and that one was just kind of like minor um, updates, a little bit of kind of like, a, you know, um, what's it called? The quality of life kind of updates. Um they added the roost, which is the the coffee shop from the older games. So you got your like little coffee shop, and you can you know go get coffee. You can have a little hangout space for like your friends and stuff like that. Honestly, that's pro- like as much as they hyped it up. I feel like that's probably like the least important part of all of the DLC. Um, the biggest part is that they've added a new island tour that you you pay a little bit of like your your mileage points and you 
gets sent to a random island for the day. And there they have a whole bunch of new items that you could find, which can help you craft new items. Um, they have vines that you can plant on your island so you can climb up vines without using your ladder. Um, Interesting. I know nothing about Animal Crossing. I've never okay. played New Horizons is my first uh, experience with Animal Crossing. So a lot of like the stuff that's coming back, a lot of people are like excited about because I guess it was like returning things that I just don't know about. Like people have been making a lot of big deal about the frog chair. <laughs> and I don't I don't know why. Like, I guess it's just a staple it's that people were missing. Chair, I guess I don't know. I guess so. Um, first person mode seems pretty cool, though. Um, you get like a uh, selfie camera mode. Yeah, they they added a selfie camera, which is really weird because it's it's literally first person Animal Crossing, and so you're like at eye level with all your villagers, and so it's just kind of uh, it's kind of weird but interesting. Um, what I really like is that they changed up a, a few of kind of like how the game works because before, if you were to per- put like furniture too close to each other. Like, you could still see a gap, but you couldn't go through it because it was considered too small. Now they've made it where you can actually squeeze in through. So you is, there like actually... a little, is, there, is there, like, a little squeeze-in animation to, like, shuffle yeah, like through? They, yeah, they kind of, like, turn to the side, and they kind of, like, shuffle between nice. the space. Hell yeah. Um, they've added food, uh, food crafting. So you can actually, like, make a little farm, and you can uh, make food. That you can eat. It's a lot I of mean, cute, it's a lot of little cute er- stuff. Everything I heard from that game, though, it's just a gr- kind of a nice way to like unwind, just kind of relax, yeah. right? There's not a lot of, I don't know if there's pressure to complete tasks or anything like that, but you just kind of no. build your town, hang out with your your uh, your citizens in the island, and just kind of, you know. See what I like. What I like is that. It, it it is like a non-pressure situation. It's pr- it's pretty much just like okay, you know, here, um, you know, have your island, you know, build houses for everybody, you know, have facilities mm-hmm. that that make, and you can pay to have your house upgraded, but they they never badger you on paying it off right away. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can grind it out. If if you want like the next upgrade, but it's never like, hey, you need to pay me money. It's like, hey, where's my money? It's like, oh, just you know, pay it off whenever. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, it's a very relaxing game. That I think when it came out last year, I think it was like the perfect thing that mm-hmm. people needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just all the free DLC. The paid for DLC is where. All the real bit, all the real fun stuff is. So um, they have a paid DLC. It's like twenty five bucks, or if you got the uh, the online with expansion pass, it, it you get it for free, essentially. And it's the Happy Home Paradise. So it's a it's a take on one of the older games, Happy Home Designer. Except for this, it's that it's a like island resort that you help build and so you go and you start working for this um 
like vacation home like company and you get um like little villagers that like request certain like you know vacation homes and so you just go and you build like their perfect vacation home and it's so fun and relaxing because it's basically it just gives you free reign to just kind of like make all these different like houses for for people and just it's if you're the type of person that really likes to create in a video game and just kind of have free reign over what you do it's the perfect thing for somebody to do and um over time you get uh the opportunity to build um facilities on the main island so like the other day i built i built a school and then people who live in the resort um can go to school now and like they'll hang out in in like the school it's just really cute it's a cute fun time like it's it's a very good game for people that just want to relax and not have to worry about you know grinding out completing missions and tasks and whatnot um let's see what else um they released the update for um the mobile game pokemon cafe remix it's that like like you've played you've played those kind of games where it's like the you know you connect like match and connect like kind of um symbols and whatnot and like you try to complete a puzzle mm-hmm. type of games it's like it's like that but it's based around like you own this cafe and you're serving pokemon like food and so like the the match game is like you have to kind of finish the recipe in order to like you know complete it um before the update I tried playing the game and I just didn't like it cuz it felt too uh punishing. And so with the new update that just came out, um the difficulty's still there, but they do kind of make it more lenient. So like you have to get like a certain amount of points to kind of like level yourself up and like kind of get more um things that you can make. Um before if you couldn't complete it, you know, you you're fucked. You know, you lost the game. No matter how close you were to like completing and getting your full point value for the game, you were fucked. This time what they did was this they separated it into two brackets. You have your task that gets you to completion. And then from there, they give you the option to keep going to get like a three star um like game. But if you fail it, you still get that one star, so you still complete it. But then you can always go back and try to get those extra stars that you missed later on. Um, they did add a battle pass system that uh, is whatever. It's like any other battle pass, really. You know, you have the free version and the paid for version. Um, they are giving as kind of like to introduce people back into the game, they are giving away um, a Mew, which is broken as fuck. So let me just explain this to you. So every Pokemon has like, like if you just imagine any other like match game, 
like if you match enough, you like get like a special symbol that kind of does like a special wiping ability that like does thing. Mew has the ability to wipe the entire board. What? Yes. Hell yeah. That's crazy. And so I and what's great is that they're not tying it down to a time constraint. It's just a a quest that is always there so you can always get Mew. It's never like a it's like oh you have until like, you know, a month in order to get this like really good Pokémon. Um it's cool. That's like a legendary you can get anytime. That's that's nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's just a, it's like a fun little game you could play on your phone or if since the Switch has a touch screen you could play on your Switch. The one thing that I don't like is that you cannot have cross progression. So I started out playing on my Switch and then mm-hmm. I thought it's like oh this game's actually like more fun like I enjoy this game more now. I would like to play it on my phone. The only thing is, I can't take that save data and switch it over to my phone. For some reason, they blocked both demographics. Is it a is Game Freak involved at all? No, it's a Ooh. it's made it's made by it's made by another. Um, let me see who who made Pokemon Cafe Remix. It's one it's one of those kind of like uh, dev- like. Uh, mobile developers that Pokemon and like Nintendo's been using. I didn't even know that uh that it was available on mobile. Yeah. It oh. it was a mobile game. Um and since the uh, the Switch has a touch screen, they just put it on there. Mm. As well. Pokemon. Oh, it's a free to play too. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't even hear about this game at all. It, like I said, the the original version of this game wasn't very popular. It wasn't super popular. Like it, it had its like moment um, mm-hmm. when it first came out, but then because of the difficulty, like you would get into, it just kind of made it drop off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made by Genius. Uh, Sonority. Okay. I have I have no idea who. Oh shit! These are the people that made Pokemon Coliseum. Huh. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. They made a lot. They made a lot of the spinoff game. They made um, XD Gale of Darkness, uh, Battle Revolution. They made Pokemon Shuffle. Okay. Man, Pokemon Shuffle. So Man, if, if any, you remember you, Pokemon Pinball? Oh, that was the shit. They need to make hey. If the Pokemon company is listening, you finally gave us a new Snap game. Bring back Pinball. It'll be good. I even swear. if you bring it, even if they brought it back mobile, I would be happy with it. I love Pokemon Pinball. I played that so much as a kid. Remember, like the <laughs> the ridiculous, like chunky, like cartridge they came with, so it had a rumble feature. The, the rumble feature, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so good. Man. I would play the I would play the Ruby and Sapphire one so much. Even though I was really bad at it, I would play it. That game was so much fun. 
Um, but yeah, I played that. Um, uh, when N Seven Day came out, uh, or happened, and you're talking about it, Joel, where they posted like the new like little teaser photo. Um, it got me itching just enough to crack open my legendary edition. And so I have started my uh, Renegade run of the Mass Effect trilogy. And hell yeah. Boy, how I still do not like Mass Effect 1. It's it's total RPG and, and it's it's almost too hardcore of an RPG in that sense. It's not so much as like the difficulty, it's it's just like how how sluggish it feels. Oh yeah. Like I know it's it, it there's a fan base for Mass Effect 1 and there's a lot of people that really like Mass Effect 1. Um I like the dialogue portion of Mass Effect 1. It's really strong. But what but whenever we get to combat, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, here we go. Like, legit, like, uh, I just, last time I played, I just got Rex to join the team. Hell yeah. And so we had to go, um, what's that, what's that guy's name? The, um, the guy who owned that, uh, that club on the Citadel. I remember, but I know what you're talking about. It was like basically the mission that leads up to you getting Tali. Yeah, yeah. I legit got stuck in that room that had the two turrets that fired on you. And um, it would have been fine if, you know, Rex wasn't stuck in the other room. <laughs> and then I had I had Garrus with me and Garrus was just kind of like standing behind me. And I was like, OK, guys, I could really use your abilities right now. But they're just stuck there. I'm like, all right, cool. We're helping. Shepard. Shepard. Um, I love all the glitches people have been sharing of like there's shepherds with like their arms flailing when they're running through the missions from Legendary Edition. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I haven't uh, seen that yet. No. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Uh, I I did spawn into um inside Caden, so I saw his eyes in front of me. <laughs> Like oh shit, I shouldn't be I shouldn't see be seeing this. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. I've I've never done a renegade, um, like playthrough before. And it's a little hard because I want to instinctively try to like play, kind of like a little bit of both, depending yeah. on who I'm talking to. But I know Mass Effect doesn't reward you for that, so it's it's really hard to be mean to some people. I don't want to be mean to. Do it. Oh, yeah. Just be but mean. That's part of the fun, being a fucking intergalactic dick to everyone. Like dick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just playing through that and trying to get to Mass Effect 2. You know. And I'll have a little bit more fun with the combat and that. Yeah, it's it's more linear, but it, everything's more smooth. Um, but the dialogue is still just as strong. So I'm excited though, because I ha I've never played any of the DLC. I know. I'm I'm excited for you to go through it, man. It's it's a ride. So is it is it just planted in the game? Should all the DLCs for all three games should just be in there, and, and it'll just pop up when it's time for it to happen. Yeah, I think the okay. I, I didn't play any of the Mass Effect One DLCs, but I think one of them is available like near the end. 
Um, but the okay. rest, I think for two, like, when you get near halfway, they should be available, except for one. Like, Zaid's DLC is, like, available right away, I think. Okay. So, yeah. It's been cool. Like, I, I always like the the universe of Mass Effect, and it's it's been fun to kind of, like, go back and, you know, be reintroduced to a lot of, like, lore and just over like just creatures and characters in in the series. So it's it's been fun. I you know, Andromeda got a lot of shit, but I actually really enjoyed Andromeda. It was like a pretty short and sweet kind of story, but I I had a ton of fun. I think I played through most of the main story in like a day and a half. Did you, you I, I went in it. pretty hard on that one, yeah. Um, I will say a lot of people, because Legendary Edition is back and bringing a lot of people in, a lot of people are returning to Andromeda and like, oh, it's not that bad, you know? And, and I'm like, it never was! It had everybody, problems, but everybody it wasn't just, bad. Yeah, everybody just jumps on the yeah. hate train. See, because everybody played Mass Effect 1 and they realize, oh shit, it can't get worse than this. <laughs> yeah. and uh, I... No, go ahead. I was going to say for N7 Day for me, I, I jumped into Andromeda multiplayer. There's still people playing. <laughs> I mean, not a lot. There was one mission where, like, it was me and just one other person, and we, like, we were, like, bottom of the barrel scraping through. But, uh, the last mission I did in multiplayer for Andromeda, it was a full team. Like, we were, they were kicking ass. Oh, and it was like, people are still playing this game, which surprised me. So That's cool. I'm glad that there's still people, like, even though it, it wasn't a success, like, there's still letting people have fun with the game. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I do I do wish they had Mass Effect 3 multiplayer in Legendary Edition. That was so much fun. Oh, dude, that's... that's why I, haven't I remember those yet. days. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get it eventually, but I'm just like... Um, hours. I sunk yeah. hours into that. <laughs> days. Oh, I remember. I remember. I'm going on with the without you guys. <laughs> Kick some alien ass. There you go. Um, but yeah, I think, I think after like touching Mass Effect One, I think I, I probably because I've never beaten Andromeda. Um, I think it was just because it, the gameplay, was like such like a hybrid. It kind of made me remember Mass Effect One, mm-hmm. and so now that I've actually touched it again, I could be like, okay, you know, I feel like I can, you know, get through. When Andromeda was like, because it wasn't, it wasn't exactly like this. So yeah. maybe, maybe after, um, after a little while, I'll, I'll try to push through Andromeda. And because it, Andromeda, like the, the, the overall, like, uh, kind of like world that they're building with Andromeda was f- cool and interesting. It's just the gameplay itself was just kind of, pushing me away a little bit. It, I mean, it so. leaned more back to the Mass Effect one style of exploring, not so much like, you know, fighting every five minutes. But, you know, there is a lot of fighting when you're exploring. But, yeah, I, I could see, like, the draw. It's like, oh, this is reminding me of something I didn't like. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was rushed pretty hard, too. Oh, yeah. It was. It, it was rushed yeah. pretty hard. Definitely. So I'm I'm hoping to not see Mass Effect Four for a few more years. And I just want you to get to this one point in Andromeda, and that's it. I've been there's one like good good ass moment. It's like pretty. 
as Mass Effect, it does have those hard moments. It's a it's a hard moment, but it's pretty pretty dope. Hmm. I'll, I'll I'll get to it. I will. I I don't. Yeah, you will. I have a backlog that I want to get through, especially since like I have so many games that are considered very like game of the year candidates from like the past few years that I haven't touched yet. So I want I want to. I want to try to blast through. Mm-hmm. You guys, games. so here's just because you said you had a backlog of games. Do you guys think Ratchet and Clank is safe for children to watch to me play? Uh, I think it's like cosmic kind of violence, though. I mean, maybe you might want to wait till they're older, but I think it's very kid-like backdrop, though. Very fun. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, if you want to be safe, I'd say what? What's the rating? It's probably like PG, huh? I'm it's teen. I think it's teen. Oh. Never mind then. Probably, yeah. It's like, it's just because it's all that. Oh, Rift Apart. That's what it's called. And then I think the first two games I'm going to buy for my PlayStation are definitely Miles Morales. Has to be Miles Morales. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then and then Ratchet and Clank. And I think I'm going to start start there, and then try to get I mean, through those. Yeah. I've only heard good things about the new Ratchet and Clank game. Hmm. Um, let's see. I trying to think of what else that I've been up to. Like, I haven't. I've been like really trying to find time to play games. Um, it's been a little tough, but um, oh, I guess like the last thing. Um, a new a new Pokemon card set came out. Um, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. Fusion Strike came out. Um, it is a really cool set. Too many cards. <laughs> what do you mean? Too, what do you mean too many cards? Like, like the 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 amount that they printed with the different mm-hmm. like trainer cards and Pokemon cards and stuff like that, or or different so, variations. So, like that. what usually happens? Um, Japan always gets like a set or two. Before everybody else does, mm-hmm. um, and so when we get uh, card sets, it's usually the majority of the same set, but then they also put in a bunch of cards that um, Japan's already had for a while. So Fusion Strike um, is one of those sets. So we have most of the Fusion Strike cards. We have. A few of the past two sets that um, are not even just sets, but also just kind of like specialty like sets that Japan has gotten Mm -hmm. to the point where this set alone has about 275 cards. Whoa. Which is a lot of cards. And it also means if there are people that are trying to get their cards through booster boxes, and just opening packs. Good luck. <laughs> um, I got my stuff that I pre-ordered um, from a local store yesterday, and I actually you still going to that same place in uh, Japantown? Yeah, it's not in Japantown. It's um, it's near Ocean Beach. Oh, okay. And yeah, um, yes, because they're they're a really good store. I I really like them. Um, but I I feel like I got lucky with the 
cards I've gotten from that set. But I've seen people pull very badly. Like, out of a 36-pack 30, booster box, I've seen people pull, like, maybe four, like, semi-decent cards. Wow. And this is, this is just based off of playability. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I talk to it from, like, a playability standpoint. And, like, like yikes. You know, like, there's just... I feel, I feel like we don't need to play catch up as much as they think we do. Mm-hmm. Just because I base it kind of off, like, uh, for example, Digimon. Digimon's been doing a good job of kind of releasing sets around the same time to where we don't need to play catch up with Japan. Okay. And so for Digi- Digimon, it has the same amount of cards as a set, and they're. I want to say maybe, depending on a set, it's like roughly between like 80 something to like 100 something cards. And like, that's doable because you can open a whole booster box and maybe get half of the set in one booster box. Where for Pokemon, where sets like this, you can open up a whole booster box or you can even open up like two booster boxes and maybe get almost 25% of the set. Damn. Yeah, it's it's crazy because like you have to imagine, depending on the pack, you get mostly commons and uncommons, and then you get you're guaranteed a reverse hollow card as your second to last, and then depending on the pack, it's either a uncommon or like low tier rare or a hollow rare to like holy shit like alternate art, you know godlike pool and so it's like the the variations are very broad so it makes it really hard to pull something when you have a set that is almost 300 cards Fuck. and so you're seeing it from a from a playability standpoint but i'm assuming for those that like open those boxes to hopefully make some money off of it it sucks too because then you're just overwhelmed with shit right like oh yeah 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 like if someone wanted to collect these cards it's almost not worth it to try to get them from packs. Really? It's like, it would be more worth it just to buy like the individual individual cards. Wow. Really? Like maybe buy one booster box to try to get most of the, like the common cards. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully you see what like rares you get. And then the rest just buy on like TCG player or something like, or another third party store. You think it's intentional? Yeah. Like, did they do it to well maybe it's just me being like like oh it's they're they're doing it to to, to curb all the all of the the scalping like did they just fill the fill it all with shit just so that people wouldn't scalp it or is it just bad planning on their end i don't think it's bad planning because it's just at this point it's just how it is when you have a franchise that was out a few years before mm-hmm. or like a year before. So it's like it, the timing's always going to be off just because of course, you know, it's, it's made in Japan. So Japan is always going to get stuff first mm-hmm. regardless. Um, maybe it's a way to help deter. I mean, Pokemon like has been doing a semi-decent job as of late 
just kind of trying to curb the the scalper aspect of like the card game. Mm-hmm. Like it's been like people do still sell out pretty quickly, depending. But there are I have been seeing places that are holding stock. Interesting. But I think it's but I think it's also just because recently, besides celebrations that came out last month, um, you know, a few of like the standard sets have been not really collector based. They've mm-hmm. been more kind of player like player based. Cause Evolving Skies that came out uh two sets ago um brought back dragons. Interesting. So it's more kind of like a player a player heavy set because it's like you have you a type that hasn't been around for a whole set mm-hmm. has come back. And so now that brings a new aspect. And then Fusion Strike comes out and it's a whole new battle style. So it's it's another new kind of um mechanic in the game that you can play around with. So it's it's more player uh leaning. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cele- Celebration, Celebrations is just like it's the 25th anniversary set. So it has a lot of collectability cuz I want to say 50% of that set is new cards and then 50% is special reprints of different cards throughout the years. Interesting. So like you'll have they have like a reprint of the base like Charizard, Venusaur and Blastoise and then uh their theme was that they reprinted like one of the best out of the different mechanics they've had over the years. So they've had like level X cards, they've had EX cards, they've had um like Delta species cards and it's like they've just kind of spattered those out um in the set. So it's a lot more collectible and a lot more cards that people would want to get. Um fortunately, that set is also very small. Mm-hmm. Um like I think a like a pack only has like regular packs have like 12 cards. Uh celebrations pack only has four. Interesting. I, would hate, very, I mean, it's the same price too, right? I mean, you're paying the same, the same um, amount per pack. Well, cause celebrations is what like we'll call it like a special set. Oh, okay. And it's basically kind of like in between like the regular player sets that they would come out. It's like a special, like it's like kind of like a, a hybrid of, you know, these are like specialty, like, collectible cards and then some are like hey we have some cards that were gonna be rotated out but we have a new version so here you go you know mm-hmm. here's a new one um for celebration and that's another thing celebrations half the cards aren't playable they're like just the ones for collection me- purely for collection so um for specialty for specialty sets like this um you only get um, like collectors boxes and stuff like that. You can't buy packs separately. It always comes in like a collection set. Oh, okay. Which, which I think is also kind of like a good and a bad thing, because to invest money into a set like that, you have to buy a collectors box that is can range between. 30 to 40 to 60 bucks, depending on like what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, because they would make only those things, it makes it easier to sell out of. So it's always like a catch 22, 
you know. Um, but yeah, I think I personally, I personally like uh, the Fusion Strike set. It lo- it looks pretty fun, and then they announced the the first set for next year called the um, Brilliant Star. Interesting, and it's and it's gonna be also a new mechanic they're introducing uh, for uh, V stars. It's like a new uh, card mechanic that they're introducing. Um, but yeah, sounds like a Pokemon stand, like JoJo shit. It, it kind of, it, it kind in a way, it kind of feels like that. No, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, like what it is so. Uh, so like right now, like the biggest like cards are V maxes, mm-hmm. like the big heavy duty card, and actually also V unions that they introduced were like the Exodia's of Pokemon. Oh my god! Or it's like you need to have four cards, um, in your discard to bring it out, and it's like the big super Pokemon that's like a giant sized. It's funny. Sounds um, like they need god. some evil Underwood in there. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Um, but I feel like V stars are gonna be what is gonna replace V Max cards because it's it's treated as like an evolution, but it's pretty much like a boosted version of the Pokemon, mm-hmm. where it it slightly has like a HP boost, not as much as V Maxes did, but they have either an attack or an ability that can only be used once in a game, and it's usually a very good. Um, move like, like, uh, what kind of like, like field clearing kind of moves, or it depends on the card. Oh, okay. Um, and of course, like, they're not always going to be good. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Uh, uh, I still have all my Pokemon cards from we went through that little phase with my perfect, perfect dragon deck. You're perfect. So here's here's an example. The the staple card is Arceus because they're kind of going to be implementing like Diamond and Pearl Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called a V Star Power, and what Arceus does is um, you can search your deck up to two cards and put them in your hand, and it, there's no limitations of what those cards can be. So any two cards, any two cards. So like if you were just having a very bad time, like getting what you needed to like go f- go for like the finishing blow mm-hmm. just use that one time ability and like boom you get what you need and you're done that's pretty cool i mean that's good if you can use it strategically depending on where you're mm-hmm. at in the game that's awesome cuz like if you were to have multiple v stars mm-hmm. you have to choose which one you want to do because once you use one of them you're done that's the only time you can use that ability or like that V star power. Gotcha. And then the rest of them are just like locked and you can't use them. Huh? Do they yeah, typically it's... have higher HP? Like, are they kind of like the more higher HP, harder to take down kind of cards? Um, from what we've seen so far, these V stars are kind of going to be in between like V's and V maxes. Mm-hmm. Cause V maxes have had, the most HP almost to date um, of any po- any Pokemon card because they would roughly they'd roughly go between like 300 to 
like 320 HP. Yeah. And these ones are going to kind of sit in between like the like the 225 to maybe uh like 260 depending on the Pokémon. Um but yeah. It's going it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. Um although I will say uh kind of oops. Cuz I know people people listening to this won't see it, but um They've had to push back their new uh, TCG online client. Um, but the code cards that come in the packs already have the advertisement for oh. <laughs> the game. <laughs> so like you can see this is what this is what they used to look like. And yeah. This is the new one. It's like, oops. Um uh, yeah, because they, they pushed that back to next year. It's not ready, guys. Don't do it. I'm sorry. What's nice though is they said that these will still work in the current client, so that's good. Will everything transfer over to the new one? Like, like you have, you know, some people are pretty, are we, pretty adamant about that online collection too. I don't know if we talked about it last time, um, but so what they're gonna do is that every card that you have, you're gonna keep the maximum of four for each card depending on its limits so there's a lot of cards that in a deck you can only have four of so they're gonna let you keep four of a single card or one depending if it's a card that only you can only use one of Mm -hmm. and then for people that um, have multiples of those cards um, they will be transferring those cards into the new uh, like dust system that they they're introducing, like, like Hearthstone. You yeah, can... it's 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 pretty much the, like the crafting like card system from like Hearthstone or any other online game. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people are not happy because uh, they said that a certain t- certain old sets of cards are not transferable. So um, anything from like the heart gold, soul, silver series of cards are Mm going to be gone. What? And once they turn the new client on, they're turning off the old ones. So you're not going to be able to to go back and use those in the old game. So a lot of people are really sad because there's a lot of good card, like good art, from those sets and so a lot of people are going to be losing them so it's understand it's understandable to be mad but it's like i mean maybe it'll hey maybe it'll just uh, you know they have to clean this stuff up right maybe it'll lead to a better online experience right like because you essentially you'll end up playing the game then online like you would like hearthstone right Mm -hmm. is that right okay i think what they're trying well, I don't think. I think I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to curb the the online like economy of the card game. Because mm. I, I think we talked about this before, but like, there's people that will charge a lot of money for certain trades of really good cards. Yeah, and so as far as we know, there's no there's going to be no trading in the new uh, game. The new client, mm-hmm. 
Which also people are kind of mad about because like oh, it's a trading card game. You can't trade cards. It's like well yeah, but a lot of people are creating a false economy for these cards. So like yeah, it's, but can't do that. Yeah, it's a, it's a good or bad thing, you know. So I, I can see both sides, but I'm personally kind of happy because I'd rather just grind out um, like material to craft cards that I need instead of bending to the will of somebody that wants like 30 packs for one card. Well, you think about how much like someone is willing to spend on something and then people know to take advantage of that. And then, you know, like, oh, yeah, why spend so much money? But, you know, some people will. I mean, it's it like anything like you, you want to make the best deck you can possibly do. Like at a certain point, you kind of have to pay the price for it. Right. You know, it's either you spend a lot of money trying to get it out of packs of cards, which is always random, or you can guarantee you get that card by paying somebody either in packs of cards or money on eBay. Yeah. but yeah uh, it'll be fun to finally get our hands on that once that comes out early next year so uh, look forward to seeing your review on that and see if you like it I'm just, I'm just going to be happy that I can play it on my phone that's yeah. the one thing I hate about the current one is that there's no mobile like phone um, client for it there's only a tablet oh, no. but yeah besides that my that's pretty much my week in long or short um but yeah how about we talk about some disney because this (laughs) this past week um it was the anniversary of disney plus and so Mm -hmm. on disney plus day they announced a shit ton of new Disney Plus properties coming out either next year or to be determined. They announced stuff and people were still upset that they did that their thing wasn't announced. It's you you can never please everybody. Mm-mm. I personally think they actually did a good job of kind of diversifying what they wanted to release. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to go over everything just because I think we're just going to stick to the ones that I, I think we ourselves are looking forward to the most. Right. Um, let's see. We got. I was, I was actually really excited about this. Um, they're making a rescue Rangers uh, movie. Rescue Rangers is like Chip and Dale, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The old, the old nineties, the the old nineties cartoon. They're making a a Disney Plus movie. Nice. Um, I think they announced that before, but they're kind. They showed off like their first like poster for it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's going to be a combination of um, live action and CG. So I think it's like the human the human characters are going to be live action and then all the CG like Disney characters are going to be animated which I think could work. You know. 
If Alvin the Chipmunks can, if Alvin the Chipmunks can do it, fucking Disney can do it. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, definitely, you know, those kinds of things are definitely for us. Mm-hmm. We know what Rescue Rangers is, right? Like we, we know. Wow, they really did announce a ton. Oh my gosh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, that. This one was announced last year, but I'm I'm very looking forward to it. It's that um it's that three-part documentary series about the Beatles. Oh, I did see that. Being back, done right. I, yeah, get back. Um it's like a cool like behind the scenes kind of um uh kind of documentary about um uh, I think it's the Beatles doing like their Get Back album, um, and it's being done by Peter Jackson. So Whoa. that's a that's a name, right? It's also very weird, like one you weren't expecting. Like out of all the people <laughs> to direct a Beatles documentary, um, <laughs> get the guy that did all of your fantasy favorites. There you go, like uh, you know King Kong. Mm-hmm. That'll be a so, fun one. That'll be a fun one. I always, I don't know about you guys, but I always enjoy like the behind the scenes uh, documentaries of like bands and like productions and getting to see stuff you don't normally get to see. I just like how I just like how now. Well, not not necessarily. I guess it is Disney. But like they have a back behind the scenes for like all of their shows that they're doing, like the behind the scenes of Visions and Mandalorian, and it's like they always let you know what's going on behind the scenes now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's like how back back when DVDs were popular, and it's like oh, we have the behind the scenes of you know the movie you just watched, <laughs> you know, and uh, now they just like hey, let's just do it for you know anything. I'm going through this whole list of things that were announced and I didn't even catch like half of these. <laughs> There's so many, <laughs> so much it's almost an oversaturation. I mean, I, I mean, that's what yesterday was for was to announce it, but that's a lot of content. Like I had no idea that we were getting a Pinocchio, a live action Pinocchio. No clue. Danny DeVito. I guess. I mean, I guess, but Tom Tom Hanks isn't it? Yeah, what? Like what? Oh, what? Can't see it now. See Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Oh, proud family remake or? Oh that's no, dope. it's 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 not a remake. It's a continuation. That's nice. I like that. Proud family was awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. It, if you if you get a chance, watch the the teaser trailer they did. It feels like they haven't lost a step. Like the the comedic timing and just the overall presence of that show still feels like it did ten years ago. And it just ha- it later. And it just has like crisper, brighter animation. Nice. Um, we've got we got a um, production photo of Hocus Pocus two. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Saw that. Yeah. Just saw just saw the original one for Halloween, dude. I can't wait because I um, 
a few years ago, they did a special, like, televised special for, like, the anniversary of Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, you could tell that they're all super, like, ready to, you know, make a sequel. I feel, I feel like it's going to be a good movie, just because the passion is there. Everybody that's on this, like, production, like, really wants to do it. So I feel like it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, people are going to go in like giving it, you know, the 100% and saying, yep, we're excited to bring this back. So, you know, let's Mm -hmm. try to do a good job. I mean, Hocus Pocus has become one of those movies where it's on the levels of like Rocky Horror and, um, you know, Prince and the Princess Bride, where it's like it's a it's a cult classic that everybody can quote at any given moment and just have so much fun with the movie as for as old as it is, which is kind of weird to think how like a nineties movie being old, but you know, that's just, you know, us getting old as well. Hate to Um, break it to you, but we're old now. Oh no. All these remakes are stuff about stuff. We watched as kids. Yep. These dang whippersnappers know nothing about this. (laughs) Speaking of remakes, the announcement of X-Men 97. That was hype. Dude, that was out of nowhere. I was not expecting that announcement. That was exciting. It's out of left field, and I'm all for it. <laughs> also, wh- whoever whoever was in charge of making the um, reveal images deserves oh. a raise <laughs> for using <laughs> the Wolverine meme. Yeah, right. The, photo, yeah, right. the, the picture frame. Yeah. It's, uh, Dude, someone deserves I, a rate a, a raise for that one. That was that was so like <laughs> something about it. I'm looking at it now, and it's just so funny because you know you're so used to those memes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. So, what are you guys' expectations for this? Like, let's be like, as far as I know, it seems like they're trying to hold. They're trying to hold it to the same standard as the original. Well, is is I feel like it's supposed to take place around when the series ended, right? Kind of a continuation of that too. That's what it feels like. And I still want it to keep the same animation style that they that they had in the original show. I think they would do it a disservice if they were just trying to you know, change it up or whatever. So I'm hopeful for that. What about what do you think, Joel? I know, I know, this is like right up your alley. Um, you know, this for me. Um, I'll actually show you guys a picture later. Um, this for me is like the ultimate, like one of the most ultimate nostalgia things I could have found out about this year. So a few other announcements, but it, it's it's kind of wild. I I thought they would do a show and not redo the show that probably introduced all these nerds and kids to X Men. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, being a a cartoon, they still did like advanced things and talked about world issues we're still experiencing. And it's wild. The internet, of course, they're like, I don't want X-Men to be woke, which is the fucking dumbest statement I've ever heard. If you just know anything about X-Men. But anyway. Well, because, you know, it's not like the X-Men are prose- persecuted at all, right? Mutants. <laughs> uh, anyway, I can't believe it. I, I just... This is going to be 
dope and i really do hope it's the same like animation style if it's advanced and a little more fluid i guess that's fine um but it's you know it's pretty campy and fun and still drives some like nice messages and that's all i'm hoping for and if it has a sick intro dope and if it doesn't you know that's a missed opportunity but, um i i didn't foresee this ever i thought it was like a one and done thing of course, Disney reawakens anything from the dead. And for me, th- I'm okay with this. Like, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I'm all I'm all for anything it. Anything for a dollar. Oh, yeah. That's Disney for sure. I, uh, I want to agree with someone on Twitter I saw posted, but they would do it a disservice if they didn't keep the original previously on X-Men. Oh, there you go. That, that's going to be the first episode. Yeah, and then do like be. a recap. Oh, I got like you start off with that. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then, that'd be great. And then I want it to have uh, the same. Uh, I don't remember if there was a lot of CGI in this in the X Men cartoon, but you know, remember the the Spider Man one when he would swing through like oh, the, the 90s thing? CGI that CGI of the buildings. That's what I want. I need Dude. that. I don't I, need nothing new. I need you to go X-Men back to did. what it was few times when they would look at the computer they would have that like 90s spider-man cgi once in a while <laughs> you know Spider. with this announcement it makes me think will they do spider-man as well they've already hinted that they've cast the voice actor from the spider-man show for the next multiverse movie so for into the spider-verse cool. so a lot of the, i mean a lot of the cast is returning too from the 90s x-men show right oh that's great yeah, a lot of a lot of the returning cast is coming back uh in this new show. So that'll be dope. 2023. I didn't I just looked at the year. Damn, we still got a ways to go. And we've waited this, this long. <laughs> I didn't I know I like... was waiting for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have something to wait for. Two years. Previously in 2021. Holy shit. Oh man. Hey Doc, I need I need to pull on my cell phone. <laughs> it's a big old block. <laughs> Imagine being the dude that did Wolverine's voice, and then all of a sudden your phone rings, and just the color ID says Disney. It's like <laughs> it's like we need you back. It's time. Hey Bub, we need you back. I'm on it. <laughs> oh God, this uh, is speaking. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> No, I was gonna say this is gonna be like the launching point for so many like really good. I hope that it becomes a new meme engine. Oh, it will, dude! It fucking will. Um, speaking of meme engines, uh, that's no, not a good segue. But just the announcement of also like I thought they forgot about Big Hero Six after the show, the little cartoon show they did. They're bringing it back again, so I'm glad to see that property return. I really love the movie. Oh yeah, and we're the the Baymax show. Baymax show, yeah. I'm super excited. They brought that back. And I'm then... actually very happy that they're using the same animation as the movie. Too. Oh, that's good. I wasn't a too big of a because the cartoon was kind of like animate is a kind of a like it wasn't 2D. like a CG animation, right? It was 2D. It was a, it was like a 2D animation. It's kind of similar to um how like a lot of their like current uh animation has been mm-hmm. where it's like it has it's like a 2d animation but it has kind of like that stylized look 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think that one's just going to be like a, a fun time. I think oh, I think yeah. that's a show that you can let your kids watch. Mm-hmm. Should we uh should we talk about the all the Marvel stuff? Well, I think we already did. We already started it with the X-Men, so might as well. Um, all right. Moon Knight, that Moon Knight teaser looks so good. But I'm I don't know if it's because I'm just a big Oscar Isaac stan. I am just excited to see him portray the role even though i'm not familiar with it but it just he's he's got to make that money i i can i feel like he's going to be a good moon knight mm-hmm. like he he's definitely a well-versed actor to where I, f- I feel like he can pretty much fit almost any role you put him into and he'll make it work i mean for god's sake he was apocalypse for god for we all like to forget, but he was Apocalypse. Nah, you just haters, man. You just understand the camp that movie brought. You guys weren't ready for Apocalypse. That movie was terrible. <laughs> Everything about that. I liked Dark Phoenix more than Apocalypse. Oh, that's that. You really? wouldn't say that. That's awful. That's I like Dark. I like oh Dark Phoenix. More Don't than listen Apocalypse. to this man anymore. Then that's awful. <laughs> By the way, Dark Phoenix is on uh, Disney Plus now. He didn't even. There you know go, Joel. Cancel, cancel this. We're done. All, <laughs> cut, cut, all, you, we're done. all you need to do f- to watch to en- to enjoy Dark Phoenix is, is just fast forward to the train scene, and then after that, you can just turn it off. Uh, is that is that is that your qualifier for making it a good movie? Yep, just watch the train scene. Okay, that's all you got to do. <laughs> so he's crazy. Well, no, he's not crazy. He's got multiple personalities. Yeah. Uh, for those who aren't versed in Moon Knight, he's kind of a uh, people's explanation. They say he's like crazy Batman, uh, but there's a little more to it than that. But yes, he you know he dresses up. He has he acquires a lot of money. He fights crime, of course. But yeah, he's got a lot of things going on in his head. Multiple personalities. At some point in the comics, there's a god in his head. He thinks he's teaming uh-huh. up with the Avengers. Sometimes he fights the Avengers. He doesn't even know what's going on. So it's it's an interesting trip. And there's been a lot of comic runs the artists are they just take it a step further it's really good interesting um, he's, okay he's he's really cool in my book and of course oscar isaac very talented actor apocalypse poe dameron you know can't even put you can't believe you just said apocalypse and poe dameron in the same sentence <laughs> you could have easily said Leto atreides and poe dameron I, I know i just wanted to say that specifically. the dude yeah, from ex uh, machina oh, and dude, poe dameron movie Oh, but man. no, anyway. you had to say Apocalypse. Man, we brought up X-Men. We got it. Anyway, um, I'm really excited for that. Um, I did not expect an Agatha Harkness show. Um, that, that was kind of weird. Mind. That's that's out of left field for me. That um, was like one of the announcements. I was just kind of like, really? Okay. Like, I, I know pe- people enjoyed Agatha mm-hmm. in WandaVision, but I, I wasn't expecting to get a spinoff series with her. Like, I just, I I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of places to go with the character, but I just, me personally, uh, I just, none of it really, like, I liked her character, but I don't know if I'd want to watch a whole show uh, based off of her. I mean, like I said, there's a lot that you can go with it, but just, I was like, eh, well, okay, I guess it is what it is. I mean, also, it's just, I don't think we know exactly like when this is taking place. Like, is it before one division? Is it during one of one division? Is it 
like afterwards like mm-hmm. i guess we'll just have to find out more but i mean it might work you know it might be fun i don't think it'll i don't think it'll be like the best like disney plus series they've made yet but i think it'll probably be like a good entertaining to an extent i don't know yeah, I mean, uh, She-Hulk looks pretty promising. I think that's pretty exciting. Oh yeah, Tatiana Maslany, she's a great actor. Uh, it's uh, Orphan Black that show. So to see her like in this role will be dope. Um, with of course with Mark Ruffalo, the Hulks together, it'll it'll be great. It's supposed to be like an action comedy. So I'm excited. I mean, not that the Marvel movies aren't, but I think this is like the closest we're gonna get to like a Hulk centric thing. I'm okay with it. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a very fun time. There are this, rumors this. that they're making a Hulk movie, so like they're finally doing it. Like because Black Widow finally got her movie, they're finally going to do a Hulk. Uh, sorry, another Hulk movie. I should say there's already a Hulk movie. <laughs> did they did they finally like make a deal with Universal? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> do you want the only... Hulk? And do you want the Hulk multiverse for Eric Bana and, um. Edward Norton all hang out with fucking <laughs> Hulkverse. Hulkverse. Incredible. Uh, hey, multiverse can happen. Man, I. Um, but to go along with that, we also got um, uh, screenshots of the Miss Marvel uh, show, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be. Probably the most anticipated like live action one coming out soon. Just because I ever I think a lot like a lot of people really like Miss Marvel. Comic Run is excellent. So for Comic anyone Run who's is really like, good. Generally interested in seeing what Miss Marvel's about, it's it's really good stuff. It really captures the uh the Marvel magic. And also the the story for the Avengers game was really like they did a really good job with uh with Kamala Khan and like telling her story like telling a different version of her story and so it'll be kind of it'll be good to see it in live action mhm uh, also uh what if season 2 was announced um that you know we saw that coming but you know it's like oh there it's official uh a Spider-Man like the high school years or what is it called Freshman year. Uh, freshman year, yeah. Falls Peter Parker on his way becoming uh, Spider-Man. So is that when we're going to see Uncle Ben, third Uncle Ben die? Is, is that what Again? Happen? Oh, yeah. is, so is this going to be an animated show based off of like leading up to Civil War? That's my guess. I just, there's a lot of these shows that have been announced that I'm wondering how the, how many of them are going to be like full 22 minute 23 like half hour shows or how many are going to be like shorts like you know they have like the i am groot like is that just going to be like a five minute short the i am groot is going to be a five minute short it's i don't know if you've seen it but uh how pixar did the forky little shorts yeah yeah yeah. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be like that oh okay because i was like i don't know if i can sit through a half hour of a tree (laughs) (laughs) are you saying you don't want to follow around baby groot no i hate baby groot man (laughs) Mm. 
Um, and then, you know, there's a couple, there's the two that, well, three, three now, three Marvel announcements that I have no idea what it, what they are personally. I don't know what echo is. Oh, okay. I don't know what Ironheart is. And I have no idea what secret invasion is. So here we go. Okay. And then I'll do secret invasion. So echo, um, is a character that's being introduced in the Hawkeye show that's coming out. And she is a, a deaf native American kind of like, not like an assassin, but she, she is a very skilled like fighter and she has a little bit of, um, like superpowers, Mm. but what's really cool is that they've actually gotten a deaf native American actor. Oh, Um, cool. I, I, believe her name i'm sorry if i say it wrong but lakwa cox um she is a she's a deaf native american um actress but what's interesting is that hawkeye is from what i can tell is going to be like her first major um like acting role that's awesome man and so to to already be greenlit for her own series like Mm -hmm. i can't wait to see what she does in hawkeye because like she is a really cool comic book character, and um, she usually hung- hangs out uh, with Daredevil, so maybe this is how Daredevil gets put in to the, to the Marvel universe. Mm. Maybe that's for season four. By the way, just had to throw that in real quick. What? What? Season four of Daredevil's being greenlit. What? Is it? It's the rumor, wait. Yeah. How? They sell that. They it sell wouldn't be the right Netflix show then. No, it wouldn't. Unless the sold I mean, I mean, if it has the same people, I'd be down to watch it. So, I mean, you've seen those pictures, right? You've seen the spoilers. I have not, and I'm not going to look at them because I always tempting danger. But keep going, Brian. <laughs> I stay steer. I steer clear. Fucking TikTok. That shit. <laughs> you should have clicked on it. Also, fucking fucking internet. More like fucking internet. Um, yeah, it's, it's but yeah, it's Echo Echo is gonna be cool. Um, also, it's just nice that they're they're finally putting like their first like Native American like superhero, mm-hmm. like finally. And also, and also, it's like a it's like a dope because they also um, I don't know if it was for Hawkeye or if it was for Eternals, but I think I saw like an article saying that um, like the crew. For like production, I'll learn like sign language. It was for Eternals. Was it for Eternals? Okay. Yeah, that they all learned how to like sign stuff, and That's which cool. is dope. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm definitely gonna go see that movie today. I'm definitely Hell gonna yeah. go see that movie today. Like, um, I'm sick of waiting. Yeah, so that was cool. And also, Ironheart is um, a character that was made during the comic run where um, Tony Stark died. Mm-hmm. Um, she's basically like this prodigy, like kid genius that um was a very big fan of Iron Man, and so what she ended up doing is that she kind of re-engineered like an Iron Man suit. Oh, and so she basically becomes like the interim like Iron Man while Tony was like dead. 
That's dope. Okay, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Re 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 Williams. Re we re re. <laughs> so I'm 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 very excited to see where they start her off because um how she starts off in like the comics like spoilers for people that don't want to know or want to read it but basically she somehow finds um an AI of Tony Stark and so Tony Stark be basically the AI of Tony Stark becomes like her Jarvis for uh for like her first outing as Ironheart and so I'm wondering if like the rumors of like Robert Downey Jr. coming back is for Ironheart. That's cool. Have, man. Like, an, an, an AI Robert Downey Jr. Um, Joel, why don't, why don't you why don't you tell Marcella about uh, Secret Invasion? So Secret Invasion was a big run in the comics where none of the superheroes realized they were all being replaced by scrolls. And it was basically like a big sleeper agent thing. And they even got so far as scrolls forgot they were scrolls. And so, oh. you, so you had like Miss Marvel, Captain America, like fighting with or against each other, but not even like knowing like, oh shit, are we scrolls? Like they even forgot they were scrolls. And they the promo image shows Nick Fury. But of course we know, you know, him and Talos, they've been going back and forth between being a scroll. I think they cast uh, Amelia Clark to be in the show, but um, mm-hmm. it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot yep. of like sleeper agents, scrolls pretending to be superheroes. I know that they've cast some of the actors to come back and play themselves or scrolls. I don't know, but I'm super excited to see how they do it and see like we'll see the. I know one of our friends; he's been waiting for scrolls. Oh. We'll be bad, but oh, Secret uh, Invasions where we will see like scrolls like pretending to be superheroes and doing the, the super scroll. Or, so it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Oh God! Uh, I have to tell you, I think that Marvel Zombies is a stupid thing to <laughs> announce. So here's here's my question: Are they basing this off of the one episode of What If? Dude, that's what I want to know. I am so over. Question. I'm just so over zombies. I don't want to watch a fucking Marvel show with zombies. I saw that and I was like, oh, oh my god. Just because everybody liked one episode of What If. I'd rather see the one about Killmonger. Or Gamora. Well, that's season two. Yeah, it's season but. two. So what, I, what I'm trying to figure out is that... Is this going to be an actual series or is it going to be a special? Because if it's a special, I I feel better about it just because, you know, they can dedicate their time of telling this big story. It says original series. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, because they already did Marvel Zombies for What If. So is if I don't know if they're going to continue off of that or if they're going to be more like the comic. I don't know. I think it's what if is its own universe and they'll probably do their another separate universe of just these zombies it's my guess i mean that's what the comics are like they don't i mean they don't come to the main universe it's a separate marvel universe where they all get infected or some shit i think because um, if they're gonna base it off of, it. if they're gonna base it off of the comics it's gonna be way more brutal than the what if episode oh yeah like the first few panels of marvel zombies like the comic is 
Spider-Man gets infected and she he runs home to try to tell Aunt May and Mary Jane to like run away and like protect themselves and it's too late he starts turning into a zombie and he pretty much starts eating both of them but fully knowing that he's doing it so it's like just a panel of like him eating like Aunt May and Mary Jane and crying it's fucking brutal that's pretty dark it's very it's very dark i mean just that episode itself was pretty dark so i don't know maybe it'll be like a special like halloween fall time event probably yeah Um, i'm just not excited about it i was just like eh. i mean i think for like pitching out so many like things it's gonna be Everything's aimed at someone else, like someone different. So everybody's going to have something to latch on to. Right. Which I think is a good thing because, like, to be honest, like, we're not all going to watch all the stuff they announce. We're going to, like, pick the ones we want. And then someone else will pick the ones they want. And so it's, it's an embarrassment of riches. Will they all work is a different story. Hey, man, you already pay for Disney Plus. They got their money already. They're good. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Um, so many announcements. Tiana oh, show, fuck, that's Zootopia right. show, fucking They're Ice doing... Age again, Disenchanted. Okay, okay. Out of all of the trailers they showed off on Disney Plus Day, I was not expecting for them to make another Ice Age movie. But also, it looks like shit. <laughs> like the animation, the animation looks like bargain bin like fox bullshit it's, it's not their property they probably want to bury it it's like is it really Kingworth, right i didn't like well, i said it, I, no i don't um, even know it's a fox movie oh it is huh? I, I always thought it was dreamworks for some reason no but it just <laughs> looks bad it looks like it's on. it looks like it's a straight to dvd movie bad i don't know i haven't been a fan of ice age for a long time so this is not the movie for me you don't like John Leguizamo? I love John Leguizamo. He's really cool. He's a really funny dude. Yeah, dude. That but, those five seconds are pretty bad. <laughs> like, this is a movie that is gonna be put it on to distract your kids. This is that's what Ice Age has become. And that's fine. I'm not gonna watch it because I don't care. Um, what I forgot was happening was that they're they're making a Willow show. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Willow? Barely. I'm looking at it right now. The 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 one of the the best Lucasfilm movies. The mega flop. Like Willow, like and all like all jokes aside, Willow was actually a really like fun fantasy movie for its time. Um, there's a lot of people that are in this that I don't know. Um. They do have, uh, I forget her why, name. Why the fuck are there dinosaurs in Ice Age? Oh, that's right. That's right. They found like. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's still on. You're Ice watching Age. it right now. Speaking of yeah. dinosaurs, the Cars show is going to have dinosaurs. So we're going to have a lot more jokes about Cars and Mater and dinosaurs. You can't so. get rid of Mater. This movie's about those stupid ass ferrets. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Ferrets <laughs> are the worst. Oh my God. Um. Um, Who paid for this? 
<laughs> Anyways, all right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had to, I had to see it. It's bad. It's it's not great. It's honestly not great. Um, but they have what's her face from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Solo in the Willow show. I, I know who you're talking about. I see her in the picture. I feel bad. I forget her name. I'm gonna look it up right now. Thank you. While he's looking that up, we're also getting a uh, a National Geographic Will Smith show. Welcome to Earth. A National Geographic Chris Hemsworth show. Oh, yeah. Aaron Kellyman. Emphis Nest is played by Aaron Kellyman. Thank you. Really? They named the Will Smith show Welcome to Earth? Yes. Yeah, after Earth, and then Welcome to Earth. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, Will Smith is doing what he does. My man, so much money. The Independence Day money. Um, but yeah, that's there. There are other things that we skipped over, but you know, like I said, there's going to be a lot of stuff that some people won't care about, and some people will. Um, I will say, um, it came out yesterday, but they came out with that. Um, little boba fett kind of like a yeah the little like behind the scenes of the character and stuff yeah that was really cool that was actually a really like fun it's like a 20 minute 26 minute watch well, that's it's really short. cool i thought it'd be like longer oh i'll definitely watch it. i mean it's, it's, it's like it. it's a character that just got character development <laughs> right <laughs> after 40 something years yeah yeah this um, is the cool um but yeah, it was cool. It, it, like if you're a Star Wars fan, it'll be a f- fun, cool like behind the scenes of like how Boba Fett started and like where he is now. Toy sales. It was it was merchandise. It was toy sales. Hmm. Um. But yeah, like I said, Shang Chi. We're gonna be watching that and other cool stuff. You got to tell us about it after you see it. Like it's. I will. Our next. Our our next. Our next get together. We're gonna. We're gonna talk about it because I'm excited. I want to see it. I'm you haven't seen Shang Chi yet. Long. No, I uh, missed. I missed. I missed the theater. The theatrical release. So it's yeah. You you'll like it. Uh, you'll yeah. I mean Emma liked it and yeah, she enjoyed it. I was I was only spoiled a little bit. Like I wasn't like I wasn't plot spoiled, but I was character spoiled, so I was a little upset. But I'm I'm still gonna I'm still gonna have fun. Here's a spoiler for you: it's about ten rings. Fuck. Well, I don't have to watch anymore. I know it all. <laughs> I know about rings. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Is there any is there any other like news topics that we that we've been missing around the should... world around the nerd world? Yeah. Ooh. Well, no, we talked about Pokémon oh. coming out. Oh, there's one little thing that we could touch on real quick. What you got? Uh the reintroduction of uh, Cole Cassidy. The new name for 
Oh, yeah. oh Overwatch. Favorite? I was like, Our I don't even favorite? know. <laughs> oh, God. I, mean, I saw you got you were playing with Fernando the other day. I was like, oh, man, I, you guys just love it way more than I, I did. I just fell out with that game so hard. I just can't. It's all right. Like, I, I just wanted to, like, take a look and see. Because I haven't played Overwatch in so long. It's it's still Overwatch. It's still what it is. Yeah. I I don't know. It's uh, it's it's what it is. It's a, a small. Thing. You mean McCree? Oh yeah. I uh, I'm not surprised how how much backlash a certain subsect of like the the fandom is on this decision but it's like i don't it's like okay whatever i see your dog there <laughs> um little unique uh, news the studio that's working on the Gundam movie for Netflix released a promo image really quick of what they're working on oh that's right. They're, they use the uh, like the, almost the seed intro, the Gundam with the flames in the back escaping. Interesting choice for the RX seventy eight. But hey, um, the doing a live working... action Gundam movie yeah, or Netflix. show. That's I had no idea until I saw that. Yeah, so it's ambitious, and for me, I'm gonna like really high standards because this is like one of the most number one things I love next to like Star Wars and other things. So. Netflix, you got to deliver on this shit, you know? Um, I know you picked want, a nerd to direct it, but we'll see what how much I, control you gave him. I want, like, Super Sentai, like, Power Rangers. Like, you want double dude, like, dude in costume type of Gundam fights. <laughs> oh, you want like, Gundam? Like, like Megazord. No, that. like, no, I'm saying, like, like you know, like the Megazords. Oh, you want, like, Ultraman uh, Power Rangers style? Yeah, where... <laughs> <laughs> where, where when they're actually fighting in the mobile suits, it's just dudes in suits. I'd oh, watch I it. Still wa- I'd still watch it. <laughs> or what if? What if? How crazy would it be if like you're watching it and then the actual mobile suit fights are like it cuts to like the animated style, and then when the characters are talking, it reverts back to like the I think that was like G live action. Um, oh god <laughs> speaking of live action and suits uh godzilla had its birthday recently and they recreated a fight with uh godzilla versus hedora the smog monster this little treatment it was very cute i loved it um that, just nice to see one? godzilla of course kick ass and like the suit it was cool nice animation you know what was great is that they brought back the it knows what it was they it brought back like that old style and it they actually used the suits from Final War, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a good like millennium age like Godzilla. Yeah. I I kinda hope that they do more stuff like this in the future. Just like these Ooh. small little snippets of like good old Godzilla. Mm. Um what else? What else happened? I think there's like a Gundam mobile game that connects to the free-to-play Gundam game. And like oh, you can unlock no. things on the phone for that. I, I think that's no, no. It's sure. not. It's not a mobile game. It's a. It's an actual console game. Uh, oh shit! It's a Gundam Battle Operations. Um, I believe it was um, Code Fairy. 
something like that. Um, yeah, I haven't touched it yet, but it looks really cool. It is. It's pretty much the same style as the multiplayer game, um, but they've added in a few kind of like tweaks to make it single player friendly. And they added a lot of like story elements. And I believe they added new animation. Like actual like, uh, like cartoon animation to it. Oh. So, and yeah, you, you're correct. Um, there is going to be a lot of cross, um, like over there's, I believe you can get two of the mobile suits from code, code fairy to uh the online game i believe um and it's all based around the one-year war so it's just like another cool side story yeah love Um, me my uc timeline hell yeah okay i i can't think of anything else that's happened been a lot like anything of importance to talk about right now. Um, so I guess as a kind of like a, a note, the end of the year is going to get a little bit different for the podcast. Um, anybody listening, uh, we are going to be recording some stuff to kind of release near the end of the year. Cause I know we've been a little bit busy, but like the holidays is going to be, be even more busy so we're going to be recording some stuff uh to kind of release in the in the interim and then we're going to have a a nice new start at the the new year um so to make up for that at the end of this podcast there's good we're going to have a our little uh star wars visions review so we're gonna we're going to give you a clear cutting off point if you haven't seen visions yet for some reason um, you can go watch it and then come back to this episode to uh, listen. Um, but before we do that, for anybody that is going to be leaving now, um, would you guys like to uh, throw out some, uh, you know, locations so people can find you? Mm. Well, you can always find me on Twitter. I think my handle is, I think. <laughs> M90 plays, I think it is. I don't even know anymore, guys. That's that's how bad it is. Hold on. Somebody else that's, go first. I, uh, that's, I that's how I, long you you haven't touched Twitter. I fucked that up. Somebody else go. We we can we can fix that later. Well, well, well while Marcel figures out his situation, Joel, how about uh, you tell the people where they can find you? If you want to listen to me complain more about nerdy things in the world and why nerds shouldn't be exclusive, go to Acoustic Avenger on Twitter, where the I is replaced by a 1. Also, I go under the pseudonym Mad Mech Monster Mind. Um, that's quadruple M music on Twitter and Mad Mech Monster Mind Spotify and SoundCloud. Also, recently, as I mentioned earlier, I played through Andromeda on N7 Day, did some multiplayer madness. Um, that's on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Acoustic Avenger. Where can we find you, Brian? Oh, people can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Saber, and that's the Saber with the R-E flipped. Um, as well as you can catch me on Twitch, the same name, Brian Saber. Um, going to be getting back, getting back into 
more streaming. Um, I'm planning on completing my Super Mario 64 playthrough. And then after that, we're going to celebrate by building the uh, the Lego question block that I talked about before. So that'll be kind of fun as a celebration. Um, but yeah, Marcelo, have you figured out uh, your deal? I did. You can find me on at Twitter at M90Plays. If you guys need any uh, real estate advice or help, you can always go to Marcelo Sanchez, R-E dot com. And I can help you out on that end. Yeah, getting into that real estate game, doing some work. That's right. But yeah. And of course, if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, we also have a Twitter at United underscore We Nerd on Twitter. And um, if you want to fi- uh, talk to us anywhere else or give us some questions that you want answered on the podcast, uh, we have an email. Joel, what is that email? Let me tell you, Brian. It's unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. If you disagree with my statements about Gundam Seed, or you think also bagpipes are a bad choice for Dune, let me know at unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And now, uh, let's get into some Star Wars visions. Spoilers. Major spoilers. There's no turning back now. This okay. Is your final warning. So, so Star Wars visions. I I kind of have a feeling of what you guys feel about it. Um, I am interested oh to see what I, I am interested to see what you think, Marcel, because I think okay. you've been the most vocal out so of all of us. I came in very unprepared because for some you got you said visions, and in my head I was like visions. I thought I thought we already talked about this. I got visions and what if confused, guys. I'm over oh, really? here ready to talk. I, I know we talked about what if already. Like we had a full <laughs> breakout of what if, and and then you said Star Wars visions. I was like, what the fuck is Brian talking about? Is he on crack? Like we've already like we've already gone over this. And then yep. Okay, so let me tell you, the first episode of visions was great the story was great animation was great everything was awesome about it um and that's pretty much where you lost me after that i got through the first episode i enjoyed it it was cool and then and so that one i really enjoyed and then after that i think the only other episode i enjoyed was the um the jedi temple one and the one with the siblings so the one with the temple was that the sabersmith? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that was that one, one was good. Okay, that one and was It was like the like the twelfth something, or I think it was called something like that. There's like a number in it, maybe. The twelve. So, um, talking about the ninth Jedi. There you go. That the ninth Jedi. That's what it was. And then I enjoyed that one and the one with like the twins, where they fight oh, yeah. each other. That one was good. But other than that, I thought it was all. Yeah, I I didn't enjoy I didn't enjoy it besides those couple episodes. Okay. It was it wasn't like your 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 tea. No, not really. I mean, I can appreciate the animation style, I can appreciate the work that went into it, but mm. none of the stories really 
you know, maybe that wasn't the point, but none of the stories really like caught my attention in a way where I was like, whoa, you know, this is, this is, this is cool. This is whatever. Yeah. It was just kind of like, eh. I kind of slogged my way through it. Okay. I mean, I kind of like, I feel like out of all of them, Ronan and the ninth Jedi were probably the two strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, some, some of them were kind of weaker than others. Um, what I liked that I know a lot of people didn't like was the, the second one, the, uh, the one with the band. Tattooing yeah. Rhapsody. Tattooing Rhapsody, yes, that one. I actually enjoyed that one. I kind of liked it. Um, so, Joel, what, like, uh, tell me, what, which ones were, like, stood out to you, and which, which ones kind of were, like, a hit and miss, kind of? Um, I'm, like, on the opposite end of the spectrum. I fucking loved almost all of them, and I think they were enjoyable, and I, I was, like, almost brought to tears for a lot of them. I just, I thought they were amazing animation-wise, and the stories were, were really clean and good and i was like that damn i wish i had this when i was younger you know um for me it brought a lot of nostalgia but i think of course uh no one will dispute episode one was amazing um we mm. were all expecting a jedi versus sith and that reveal like no i am not a jedi i was like what oh my fucking god i was blown <laughs> away that was that's Star Wars Visions, was, that showed me, like, this is going to go places we don't expect, and that's what I wanted. Um, you know, Star Wars has kind of a formula, but, the, you know, Last Jedi flipped it on its head. But you know what I mean. It's, you know, cool person with power saves the day. You know what I mean? Like, uh, when you break mm-hmm. it down, it's the, the hero saves the day, no problems. But we, we see that differently in one of the movies. Um, I will say... I think as far as wow factor goes i think the the village bride one was cool but i it didn't hit me as hard as the other ones like i enjoyed it like, i enjoyed them all um mm-hmm. i just that one just didn't scream at me but i did like there were some great moments that i really enjoyed in that one um i'm looking at the list now uh the lop and ocho one like that one was really cool like really clean like i really loved how clean it was and like the story, but again, like not screaming at me like some of the other, like uh, one did. It was fun. It was fun, yeah. Um, I really love the elder. That one fucked me up. The one that has uh, David Harbor as mm-hmm. uh, with his Padawan. That was so good. I think that was the Studio Trigger one. Um, and uh, that, that was, was yeah, that was the more serious one. Yeah, that was the one with Hopper from um, Stranger Things and Red Guardian from Black Widow. Um one i was like fucking icing on the cake that like samurai spirit of star wars literally like we see it like what george lucas based star wars on like it's full circle in this episode and i fucking loved it i was like wow blown away um that one hit hard for me i really enjoyed toby the droid that becomes like a jedi i just thought that was fresh a new take. very astro very astro boy yeah that too that's why it's like it's astro boy and i love that shit um now Mar- now marcello um you said you like the twins one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was, uh, I think, go ahead. Well, because I was going to ask, did you like uh, Gurren Lagan? I did. No. Uh, well, Gurren Lagan was also the one that did Kill a Kill, right? It's the same animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, was, it was also Studio Trigger. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, you know, I haven't actually finished Gurren Lagann. I I always get to like episode like three or four, and then I just stop every time. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Try rewatching Gurren Lagann. Skip episode four. Oh, okay. <laughs> episode four was the only one that was done by a guest animator. Oh, and and all. Besides, like, a few characters that get introduced, it has almost nothing important about it. Yeah, but, like, Studio Trigger itself was a great studio, and I think that's what I really liked about it, because it had that same, like, grandioseness to it. Like, watching that's like an op- watching an episode of, like, Kill a Kill, which is always, like, over the top and, like, really crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that one. Now, did you watch these in English or in, in Japanese? I think I watched them in English. I don't watch them in so, remember. So you got to hear the Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah, I think I watched it in English. That was just like so, they got some like actual like big named actors for this. I was surprised. I mean, if you're a fan of Star Wars and they're like, "Hey, man, you want to do a voice?" Hell. <laughs> um. But yeah, would would you guys want to out of all of like the ones that you saw, like I can kind of guess like two of them, but like would there be ones that you would want to see a full series of? Well, absolutely. The first one, right? That's a given. Mm-hmm. So that one just got me into a book. Uh, Ronan. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. They, they just they just released a book for it. What? And there's an audio there's an audio version of the book. Fuck. Okay. Simply buying it right now. Um. Any other ones besides the? I'm looking right now and seeing. Um. um I'd say for me, I thought episode nine was vastly different, and I would love to see that story continue as well. Because he like he he you know he did what Anakin could not. He brought his his lover back from the dead, and now he has to serve the Sith, which I thought was a very cool twist. Because we saw a lot of kind of happyish endings, and it's like this one was like, oh shit, like he goes to become like something dark. Yeah, it was a pretty wild one for like the end of the series, right? It's just like yeah, it's like oh yeah, sacrifice your free will to bring back the person you love. You know what I need to do, guys. I just need to go back and rewatch them. What? What? I just I just did this with another show. Do you guys remember what it was? Where I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it sucks, it sucks, whatever, whatever. And then I went and rewatched it, and it was like, no, nah, it was actually pretty good. Uh, I just need to do that again. I just need to, because my first impression is always like, ah, this is trash. And then I always come back and I'm like, you know what, guys? It wasn't that bad. Didn't so you like rewatch a movie? That you hated, re- like, what was it? I don't remember. I just and that, and that was wasn't that, that wasn't the last episode. episode. No, wasn't it? Um, didn't wasn't it solo? No, I don't remember what it was. Or uh, the last Jedi will always be trash. That'll never change. Oh God. Okay, you can what? be wrong there. You can be wrong. <laughs> Uh, can't handle Leia flying through space, but you can handle Paul Atreides. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the fuck you just say? 
Huh? Oh no! <laughs> it's it's on. That's it. It's over. The podcast is done. <laughs> you see the fracture in space and time. Uh, yeah, I can see you with the spice. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, I'll tell you what. That's my initial impression. I'm gonna go back and rewatch them, and then I'll let you know for sure. The one with the band I thought was really stupid, so I'm not gonna watch that one again. <laughs> but... It's fun. It's like a kid anime. That's the way I see the, it. The song is pretty good, though. Yeah. Also, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt singing, so... I'll go back and rewatch him, and I'll give it another chance. Just don't like, like I... Mandalorians. That's all. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> Boba Fett's in the episode, that's all. Oh, yeah, he was in the episode. But I'll give it another shot. I promise. Okay. I'll give it okay. a... I'll give it... I'll give it a good... I'll give it a good, like... Just really pay attention to it. Like, good sit down. I think the Ninth Jedi, like, continuation of that would be dope, too. Dude, the Ninth Jedi feels like it was, like, the start of an adventure. Right? I mean, it was the start of an adventure, so. But I don't know if you just remember, it's like that it was another one that had, like, that twist, like the Ronin, where it's like half of those, half of those people that you thought were Jedi were Sith. I, yep. I was like, what the fuck? It was great. Great. And I did like that 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 uh, episode uh, treated it like it was a um, how some of the lore used to be, where like the the crystal like fed off of your emotions, so it like mm-hmm. it could change, yeah, based on like how you are. So like you had the one guy that was like flickering from like red to purple and trying to like you know it showed off like. He was hesitant about what yeah. he was doing. Yeah. Um, you know, just overall, it was, it was a lot of fun and very enjoyable. And, you know, uh, Marcel, I think you, sh- you should go through the rewatch and just watch it. Don't try to just analyze it, but just enjoy it and, you know, think about it after. But it's fun. I, I didn't expect them to do this. It's like one of those things. It's like, oh, here it is. It's like, oh, shit, this is sick. Um, and, you know, I, I fucking love Star Wars, so this is just I I was already sold before I even saw it. But um yeah, I just I don't know if they'll do it uh, another one, but if they did, it would be cool to see some stories continue and like new material. If they can green light what if uh season two, I would hope they would green light a season two of this. But just my thoughts. I think it they just have to line it up again because with with a show like What If, it's all in house. Where something like Visions, it's all the different like anime studios that they kind of have to work with. And so I can I can imagine like scheduling be a little bit difficult. But who knows? I honestly would like to see some of these episodes being picked up for like series. Like we already got Ronan as a book. Like it would be cool if like Ninth Jedi was or was a a series that they would make. Or just see a whole bunch of new stuff. That'd be cool too. Um It's always so nice though, like to see something fresh. You know, a lot of the ideas were like fresh. The stories were, as far as I know, original enough. Mm-hmm. Uh and and you gotta give a ton of credit to the animation work for this because there were everything was so different. Oh hell! And yeah. None of it was 
like every story stood out on its own so well that none of it really like it's just it was nice to see that type of creativity and the amount of love that went into the production of it all right it was all so uh original unique and it's just not something that i was expecting you know that first episode you know you watch it and it it really does take i mean for me at least it really did take my breath away to see that first episode and how it started, how it finished and how it just, the whole thing, I was just like, Whoa, Definitely. like this is dope as hell. You That's know, great. just have it, just having, getting able to see like the studios, uh, show off their interpretations of what star Wars is and right. Definitely. What like spins that they would put on a star Wars property. And they'd make some really cool stuff. Like, Everything's not going to hit, but mm-hmm. you can appreciate the fact that, like you said, like they all put in their maximum effort to try to make the best little short that they could. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's a, uh, I hope to see more type of anthology stuff like that. And it's become really popular, you know, like love, death and robots. They just yeah. released the, um, the league of legends arcane, which is, I believe anthology um on netflix it's getting very positive reviews from people yeah and uh neil blomkamp i think released an anthology series on netflix did you guys see that oh what it's called uh hold on let me tell you guys because it's fucking interesting um i think it's neil blomkamp i don't want to assume hold on i'll tell you right now because i was watching it the other day uh fuck where is it Mm. Is it uh, Oat Studios? Oat Studios, yeah. There's some stuff on... From 2017? I still haven't... Oh, a new horror series is out in 2021. Yeah, so Oat Studios is like a collection of anthologies that's like directed or produced by Neil Blomkamp. It's super interesting, but people are really, really liking the anthology stuff, and I do too. Like I said, I'm a huge fan. Uh, is of this like, Sigourney Weaver? What the fuck? Dude, I'm telling you. And, and they're shorts, right? They're not that long. They're a couple oh. minutes long. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta take a look at it and watch it because it's really fucking interesting, really well produced. Um, like I said, I'm a huge fan of Love, Death, and Robots. Season one was so good. It was really good. I remember you showed it to me the first time. I was like, what is this? And it was really good stuff oh yeah final thoughts on visions brian uh i'll just say that i kind of agree i do kind of hope that they aren't too hesitant on making stuff like this so it isn't it doesn't have to be like within canon it could just be like something made for for fun Hey man, they greenlit Marvel Zombies. We can fucking get more st- fucking <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> we can get more Star Wars animation, and we will. We will. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I I liked Star Wars Visions. Um, I am curious as to what they will make next like i think it would be very interesting if they kept along with this kind of series but then they took it to different 
animation studios from different countries. So we can get because Star Wars is such a big like worldwide like franchise. Like every like you can go anywhere around the country and there'll be people that are in love with Star Wars. So I think it'd be really cool if we got to see different interpretations of Star Wars from different countries. And like just seeing like fresh new takes on like Star Wars. I think that'd be if if they continue visions, I kind of hope that it's something like that. You know, that's a great I mean, I think that's a great idea. Just being able to see, you know, we see the lens. I mean, we uh, us here, we like anime. So we're familiar with, you know, Japanese uh, and some Asian like animators and production studios and stuff like that. But being able to see star wars from the lens of somebody from like i don't know india or latin american companies and see kind of what kind of twist or what kind of changes they can make into something i mean like you said star wars is fucking everybody in the world knows what star wars is right there's no what no country that doesn't know what it is and it would just it would be super interesting to see their other people's takes on something that's such so like well known Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah dope also just an excuse to get (laughs) star wars vikings dude (laughs) like how imagine how dope that would be it's like you have battle axes that are lightsabers oh man would watch would watch or you have like some like uh like like just kind of a like you know actually be cool because i know we're getting into it but like it was very obvious that like visions had a very like you know jedi centric like theme to a lot of our episodes Mm -hmm. it'd be cool to see stuff like that but for other aspects of like the star wars universe but i think that goes hand in hand with like having different points of view to star wars so yeah. I think it's just like seeing I just want to see like different takes. Well, I think know? that was a good that was a good part of Visions is it wasn't necessarily a Skywalker based animation, right? Definitely. It was it really branched out. It really took it from different places. And I like that too. I mean, I'm kind of over the whole Skywalker stuff. Which, you know what we didn't talk about? The disappointment of Obi-Wan Kenobi yesterday. That we didn't get anything. We got oh, they're they're, they're holding tight. They're holding tight to that. Oh, yeah. They're, you know. Iron grip, dude. Iron grip on that shit. Um, I I kind of I kind of think it's a better, like, a good idea. Just because I think it's, if they release something too early then it gives more people enough time to shit on it. So I think, like, because I don't think there's, like, a confirmed date for release. This is early 2022, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure. I guess is they're going to drop a trailer, like, or teaser by itself, like, not with anything else. Because it's, they brought back Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, for, like, one of the most beloved Jedi in that series, you know? Like, they're going to... If they're going to release the, a teaser, it's going to be like nothing else is in the way. That's the way I see it. Did you guys catch the second sister in the concept art? Yes, definitely. Wait, really? 
Oh, yeah, dude! All right, the, send that shit to you right now. It's, it's in the concept art they they showed. I didn't. I saw some of it. I didn't see the second sister. Yeah, man. On that ship, Marcel's in love with that ship. I know already. Wait. Okay. Clean though. I know. I know. We're supposed to be talking about visions. Well, we're kind of done with visions, but if second sister is in this, is there a chance that we could get live action Cal Kestis? I mean, he's a real person, so it works. I mean, the way that they, <laughs> I the mean, way it works. That they, the way that they modeled that game, you could literally pull any of the actors that they mocapped and just put them in fucking costume and be good. Like um, the actress for the second sister, I think, looks pretty similar to the, her character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, pretty much a it's pretty much a one for one for most like human characters in the in the game. There are rumors that Cal Kestis will show up in Ahsoka, so. Uh, I'm. Uh, and they did release that at, at you know the Disney parks. They have like the legacy lightsabers. Yeah, his is they, there, right? They, his is there. So I feel like they're. I don't want to give myself too much. Too much hype. All I know is we didn't hear his voice at the end of episode nine. So as far as I'm concerned, he's alive. <laughs> so. I hope so. We'll see if they ever make a sequel, which I'm pretty sure they're doing quietly. We'll see what oh, happens. No, oh, they, they confirmed a sequel to they did? Fallen oh. Order. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, last year. I wasn't sure if they, like, hardcore said, yeah, we're doing it. No, yeah, they are. I mean, why wouldn't you? It was such a good game. <laighs> so it'd be good. Stu- it'd be stupid not to. All right. Back to well. you, <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. yeah, these characters, yeah, it, it's it's such a just copy paste. Put them in real life, and you're good. <laughs> and they're good characters too. Yeah, they are. All right. Well, I think that's enough for today. Sounds good, man. So yeah, uh, be on the lookout. We. Uh, going to be doing some special episodes around out the round out the year and then we'll be we'll be head we'll be coming back to a, a regular schedule at the beginning of the year so yeah hope you guys enjoyed this uh extra long version of the podcast um <laughs> Mega episode, the Dune episode. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks Have a good one, again. everybody. Yeah. Next time. And remember, keep on nerding. <laughs>